This week in League, uh, Dragons and Knights attempt to motivate Alex McKinnon to get up and change the channel. Val returns home with amazing tales of 120 kilo guys who run 40 yards in 4 seconds without ever a peptide in their life. Tommy Turbo's hamstrings now act as retarded as his face looks. Plus, we look ahead to round 5 of the 2019 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 313 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you going, fella? Mate. Had your birthday over the weekend? Yeah, I did. Another year down the shitter? <laughs> that, yes, that, yeah, that wasn't the worst thing I put down the shitter last week. Uh, yeah, as the uh, as the, the Facebook group would have, was privy to. <laughs> Particularly in the Penrith versus West Tigers game thread, I believe. <laughs> What did you start your own thread with? I can't remember. Was- um, yeah, no, I, th- I think I just put a photo in there. And- yep. Yeah. Which and was in, those- no, in no way my actual... Let this... <laughs> asshole production. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, are you doing air quotes while you're saying that? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Everyone's got problems of some kind. <laughs> yeah. Some of those problems just need a camera that... Need a hefty wad of gauze. <laughs> Although, plus side, yes, it was funny watching an elderly lady Indian doctor try and ask me if I'd stuck anything up my ass. And it's just reminded me, I was just telling, just before we started, I was saying, I was saying, I was watching some movie on Netflix and it didn't make an impact on me. I couldn't remember what it was. Your problems with your asshole have just reminded me what it was. It was the Grimsby one. And uh, yeah, you took, yes. you, you took a, uh, a chemical a chemical warfare <laughs> firework up the arms. <laughs> that movie was pretty, yes. pretty fucking funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first time I've seen it. I'd seen the elephant scene before, though. I was like, fuck yeah, I've got to go back and watch that. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, go and ask your doctor to stick the finger up your ass. Yeah. And they, 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 and they, they, they don't want to do it. No. You mean like I'll pay? I'll 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 even put it on the private. You yeah. don't have to go through Medicare. Like, just, I thought just when fucking you, hit me with the big puppy. I I thought when you got your period, it was supposed to be a magical time for, you know, <laughs> entry. And I've, I've walked into this doctor and said I'm fucking lightheaded here. I'm bleeding. You know, you, you, you kids take those yogurt pouches to school. Oh, they have done it times. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever squeeze the last bit of that out? That's what it sounded like. <laughs> like I'm squelching in her doctor's chair and she wouldn't look at my asshole. Yeah, just give me the fucking big puppy two-piece, for goodness sakes. <laughs> this is the thing. She like she asked me a bunch of questions. Yeah. Um, and do you know what the number one cause of cancer in young males is? Tell me. Signing Robbie Farrah back to your football team. <laughs> because I, I didn't have that, I'm pretty safe. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so. you're never, you're never going to have that. Although, I mean, you did you, you did recover from a fucking, a, a case of the Justin Pascoe's a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a precursor. <laughs> yeah. See, it always comes back around to rugby league. Um, the uh, news, 
this week. We might as well get into it. I, like, I, watched, I watched Book of Mormon. Fucking hilarious. And you watched it like the week before, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. So now we're allowed to fucking talk about it. Oh, now we can talk about it. Fucking try and leave like the chit chat about like, and recommendations and things to the end. But it's a strong fucking must see. One hundred percent. One hundred percent must see. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Like to to be frank, we, we probably should have been there at the end with flyers saying, if you like this humor, you might yeah. also like. <laughs> If you like this and rugby league, boy, have I got something for you. <laughs> yes. Oh, get out and get cultured. Oh, just just hilarious. Mm. And uh, great for people watching as well because there are there are, there are people there from all walks of life and there are the people that obviously are there like myself and probably you that um you know are fans of the, you know, of South Park the and writers, the guys. That's it. And uh, and for that reason, you're there. I usually go and see, like, it's, it always seems like first sort of quarter of the year. I'm always off to QPAC to see something anyway, some sort of stage show. And so it was great. And I've wanted to see this one for ages and ages. So it was good that it finally came around. And um, But then you get the people who are, like, older. And they are there for a night at the theatre. Yes. well, With that- the monocles and shit and dressed in suits and their fucking Sunday best. My experience was exactly that in that almost Everyone around us was there because this is a Tony Award-winning Broadway smash. It's the highest-grossing musical of all time, or some mm. shit, you know. Yeah, and exactly. And you say so you see those ones. Yeah. So no, no spoilers. But no spoilers. Yeah. Go, go and see it. But when it breaks from show tuniness into no spoilers, profane language. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, you know, when the, when the, when, the, yeah. when you get a profane, you know, then then it's then it's like, oh, this isn't your regular trip out to the theater. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> this is not fucking cats. <laughs> it's a bitch ass cats bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking news. Um, I'm just like, <laughs> I swear a lot anyway, but it's like <laughs> now I'm just thinking, like, God, you know, these fucking golden plates. <laughs> We were listening, we prepared for this episode by listening to show tunes <laughs> <laughs> from that production. Um, There's Hasla, your village is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Take these fu- fucking golden, golden coaching skills and go back to Manly. <laughs> um, anyway, news, um, not a lot of news this week, but Val Holmes, a uh, couple of things there. He uh, returned to Australia and... Well, let's. Let, the true timeline is, he's been doing the um, the international player pathways thing, or the you know training you know for to get a shot at that kind hmm. of thing, or get a shot at a roster or whatever. He finishes that. He completed like the uh, you know their showcase, you know, and doing doing his you know his dash and all those sort of you know athlete you know the, the, the combine, the combo, the vertical leaps and all that, and all that sort of shit. And you know, from all reports, did well. You know, a couple of couple of sides, uh, a couple of teams looking at him. Um, and so then he's he's like, okay, so we've done that, and I come home for a holiday, and we'll see what happens, and then you know, we'll shoot back over. So he comes back. So you know what this? I mean, if, if he says that, you know what the timeline is, right? Yeah. He's going to come home. Yeah. He's going to have a break. Then he'll find out. Then he's going to see what happens. Yeah. With that, and if he gets picked up, mm-hmm. and then you'll go back and you know do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he gets back and he's not talking to the media, and and so they get the shits, but like they do when they get shut out, you know, deservedly because they they treat people like cunts and wonder when it comes back to bite them, you know. They, and then 
sure enough, you know, it was it was ready to be announced um, this morning as we record as we record with, and he announced it. Jets announced it. He's um, signed on with the New York Jets. Uh, he will be training with them through the preseason. He will obviously be attempting to win a spot in their final 53-man roster. And should he fail to win a spot, he is, uh, through the international pathways, he is uh, guaranteed to at least have a spot, like the 11th spot on the the 10-man practice squad. But these international pathways guys, they allow them to carry an 11th player with, you know, the, the, the idea of, you know, trying to unearth, you know, hidden gems from countries that don't have... You know, the college system and everything to feed straight into the NFL. Basically, the NFL are doing what Kevin Bacon tried to do in that basketball movie. What was that, the air, air up there? I have no fucking idea what you're talking about right now. The movie where Kevin Bacon went to Africa and got the basketball player that was... Oh, for Christ. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, tell me that doesn't fucking perfectly describe what you... <laughs> yeah, I guess, in a way. More yeah. succinctly. And includes Kevin Bacon. It's fucking winning all round. See, look, I used to have, I used to think of like that that Kevin Bacon thing as well, until I saw a movie called The Woodsman. Have you seen it? No. And it's a movie where he plays a convicted pedophile released on parole. Yeah. And he's just a creepy, creepy fucker, and just and like all the town that he's in, no, he's a no, he's a pedophile. So he's just like reviled and everything, and you just wait for him to do something to a kid. Like it's just. Put it this way, if that motherfucker so much as comes within fucking 400 metres of one of my kids, I don't give a fuck about it. I don't give a fuck that he was footloose and the rest of it. I'll kill that motherfucker well, straight you, up. What were you watching for the week before that, that that comes up in your fucking suggestions? Well, no, this is years. Like, when it came out, like, it was at a film festival or something. It was like, he should, like, honestly, he should have fucking won, like, a he should have won an award for it because it's a great performance because he thoroughly convinced me that he fucks kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I would, I would have to assume... That in real life, Kevin Bacon wouldn't fuck a child. However, his performance was so compelling that I do not trust him anymore. <laughs> and yeah, he was in sleepers as well. Did he, did he fucking kids in sleepers as well? I can't remember. Was he, was he a kid or a guard? I can't remember which one he was. He was in that as well. See, what I'm saying is... He's like, got form. If it, if it fucking walks like a duck, <laughs> quacks like a duck, Kevin Bacon is a fucking duck. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, with with Val Holmes, uh, firstly, you know, deal with the the Daily Telegraph media, however you will. Fuck them. I mean, they've never done anything. You know, they go out of their way mm. to cunt people, so fuck them. Yeah, they certainly do. Here's the thing. They got the shits because they, they didn't get to break anything. That's that's what it essentially which boils is, down to. Which is what it, it seems to me that the, the overwhelmingly plausible narrative is that that that's just what's going on in journalism mm. at the moment. Yeah, is that no? You know the the good old days of the scoop. Yep, is gone. Yep, and you know back in the day, if fucking Buzz had a scoop, he would prepare that and he would have that for twenty four hours. That's his exclusively. And because this would be something like along the lines of like a, a certain player manager would probably feed exclusively to him. When something was going to happen with one yeah. of his guys, and, or your clients, you know, whatever. they'd meet up at fucking stilettos, and after yep. getting their knobs polished, they'd you know trade info or whatever yep. it was. Yep. But because of the fucking printing press and all of that shit, no yep. one else could run with that story for twenty four hours. Yeah. Doesn't fucking happen anymore. No, you know? and and also um, players have such large social media followings. 
in you know, in in certain cases that they can choose to distribute news themselves. Yeah, they certainly can. Now, look on that side of things. Val's management mm-hmm. are certainly not there. You know, he was instructed not to speak. It's not because he had any yeah. sort of fucking moral high ground. No, no, no. They're looking. Not- they're looking for money for an interview. Yeah, but they didn't though. That's the th- that's the thing. They didn't. He really he 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 put it out on Twitter, and the Jets did too. It may have just been the case of them saying like, you know, it's embargoed until don't break, don't don't reveal what's gone. You know what's but going on until X time. Regardless of the cunts that the Telegraph media are, and the mm. Telegraph media in particular, I still think Valentine Holmes. And it's not that people fucking hate him now. You know, Sharks fans really, well, they're the ones that have the closest excuse to hate on him oh well, he fucking walked out on him so I mean like I can get it yeah yeah. anyone else that's fucking going on on him like really needs to have a good long hard look at themselves about what it is about somebody trying to achieve something that pisses them off well, so much this, the, this, this is the thing I've seen a lot of this on social media today there's um good on him for getting a slot in the thing but he isn't gonna do shit to there's- which I say who fucking who fucking cares, man? I'm not even I, I'm not even going to evaluate his prospects. Fucking go hard, son. Chase that shit. Same as we said for Jared Hayne. Yeah, chase that exactly. shit, man. I hope you fucking it's on the whatever, whatever you do is great for us in this country. It usually means better, you know, NFL coverage for us. Mm. It's just it's, it's a fucking great thing for you. Chase chase your shit. I'm all for fucking positive people that are chasing shit and trying to you know better themselves in some in some way or another. And this and I just don't. There's no fucking I mean, you go. Oh, you know, he's you know good on him, but he's but he's not going to make shit. What is that? Is that so that when you know you know in two you know, in a years time or whatever, if he mm. well put it this way, he's gonna he's guaranteed a spot in the practice squad. So that means you know the season's going to commit. You know, the pre uh, season's going to commence. Then you're going to get the season commencing in like you know September or whatever. It's going to run through until like the end of January. So he's all, guaranteed there. Yeah, until it. then. So what? So if he come if he comes home in March, the the other thing, then it's going to be like, oh, I fucking said he wasn't going to make it. The other thing that I have fucking seen a massive uptick of, and these cunts come out of the woodwork every time something like this happens. So, is all of these people who are somehow experts in American sports and and what they do, yeah, like like that they've got lifelong experience and do anything else other than watch highlights and read fucking <laughs> ESPN what, yeah, articles. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know fuck yeah it's easy enough for people that have played sports in Australia to forget you know like you know you and I Mm -hmm. we constantly fucking remind ourselves what a fucking cunt of a thing it is in the 75th minute to think like a normal human being Mm -hmm. and and have fucking positive reaction times yep you know yep fucking gonna harp on about how you know all this shit about American sports fuck off there's literally, there's literally like, I mean, like I know that we, we have a listener who played, and like, and it's and there's one of the only people I ever fucking listen to yeah. on, the, on this fucking subject, yeah. Because frankly, being a super fan and watching all you, I mean, put it this way, I've I get up at fucking three o'clock in the morning and watch all of my team's games on Monday mornings or whenever you know if they're lucky enough to get another time slot, you yep. know, whenever it is, you know, all through the season. 
and I'll watch, you know, the general sort of, you know, red zone and all that sort of stuff in the morning yeah. after that. Don't, don't get me wrong here. I'm not pulling the hole. How many games have you played, champ? Yeah, I'm but- saying, I'm saying, I've, like, I'll watch it as much as fucking like, you know, a dedicated fan of a team with yeah. team team watches. But how much that do actually you understand? Employ- that actually employ is employed. How much do you understand about, you know, what a fucking recruit would have to do to make a practice squad? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. There's plenty of things More than out there. General understanding. Yeah, there's. I mean, you know, there's. It's. I mean, there are a lot of. There's a lot of programming that actually follows that sort of side of things as well that you can watch, which is available but, um, to every pre- pre- park and everyone. So how right, come yeah. these people are now well, somehow fucking? This is what I'm saying. Professors. I watch all that shit, and yet I'm never going to fucking position myself as someone that's going to get a. Yeah. So, you know, it just it just feels like people want to say it, put it put it out there now and shit on shit on the dude, so that you know what though, so that if he doesn't overcome the you know the not you know the not insignificant odds and actually you know, yeah. if he if he doesn't you know you know get some dream scenario, then you go oh, I fucking said he was, I told you he wasn't gonna yeah. do shit. Good for you. You win fucking you win twenty fucking internet points. Yeah. You sad fucking cunt. Yeah. The only thing I would like to see—that's why—that's why I fucking hate social media now—is if Val got off, if Val yep. got off the plane in the airport and he was walking through, yep, and those fucking journo cunts are in there, instead of doing that smarmy prick fucking smile, chuckle, laugh, and then go, "No, I'm laughing at you guys," if he'd have just said to them, "Guys, I just got off a really long plane trip and I'm really tired." You know? Yeah, but at the same time, he just got off a really long plane trip and was really tired. You know, I know. You know what I mean? Like, but and you get, and, you know, my thing is, you, that was Darius Boyd esque, in my opinion, just in terms of his attitude. Yeah, but the difference is with Darius Boyd, he was at a, he was in a scenario where he was required to give comment. He wasn't a private citizen. He he was speaking as a representative of his club at a fucking media thing. No, not not the one where he was. Putting, yeah, that was that was that was, he was me- putting his bag in the car. He no, the, the one where he did the fucking. He actually had a proper, like yeah, a we're like talk, a. We're talking about different. Yeah, it must be because I mean the one where he was just doing that single word answer thing. Yeah, no, was that like, was an official one. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about that one post Origin maybe, where he was putting his bags in the boot of his car at a That's hotel. That's when he's married or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that that was just a cunt act, but yeah, it was. But at the same time too. Yeah, I'm saying again, I didn't do alone. anything wrong, yeah. but it just would have been. All levels of perfect. If he'd have just been yeah. super nice to them and yeah. said, "Just got off a really long plane ride," or if if you'd have read my quote, I said that I had a week to go and then I'd come yeah. home. So this shouldn't surprise you if you were, you know, doing yeah. your jobs. Yeah, that's See, that's, that's pretty that's pretty fucking smarmy too, though. <laughs> no, 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 I mean it's true. That's not smart, and it's funny. That's facetious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with that all day long. Yeah, yeah. all day long. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just, I don't care about people. I mean, if people, if people uh, handle their their official requirements mm. and uh, and do and do it, you know, like willingly and not like they're, they're they're under duress. Like, and I'm sure some of them feel like they're under duress at times. I mean, some people are just more, you know, outgoing and social, and, and you know, want, want to speak to the media and things like that. But if your club puts you up and you know you're one of the guys, then fucking do it, you know, willingly to the best of your ability, you yep. know, with enthusiasm, blah blah blah. Outside of that, you know, be polite. But Val has no fucking. That's he's it. a he's a private citizen. I he's know. got no responsibility for anything. Saying, yeah, it just yeah. would have been all levels are perfect. Yeah, and and just that whole satisfaction of killing people with kindness. Yeah, yeah. But then at the end of the day. First he just, he just, he was just, yeah, and he, and he was probably just off fourteen hour flight. So, 
you're not thinking that much about that sort yeah. of stuff either. No. You're probably like, fuck, I'm fucking tired. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can't wait to get out of these clothes. Um, you're talking about anything else? You're talking about James Roberts? Uh, not really. Yeah. Like, happy for him to get no NRL penalty. I don't think anything was really justified in that, on that front. However, I, I, I don't think the Broncos are doing anything to him at all. And um, and I think that, that part I disagree with just because how many times do you hear of players who are injured just to, and they're being and they're to recovering? To clarify that, I, I don't think they've come out and said they will do nothing. I thought they did. So there may have been, you know, there may be internal... I thought they said. I, I thought they. I heard this. This is on the radio. When was it? Yes, the, this morning, this afternoon. Mm. They said something that, that, like they weren't. They were satisfied that it was. You know, like they're going to help keep helping him work through his you rehabilitation, know, alcoholism. No, no, like he's pro- off his problems. Because remember, he you know he's well documented. I yes. mean, like us hold out of. Penrith, you know, based on that. And after I sold out of South, based on that too, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to work with him and with these problems in quotes. But I don't think. Like I feel that while it's not worthy of like some sort of NRL enforced thing, you would think that the club would have some kind of protocols in place that when you're injured, you are forbidden to blah blah blah, and breaking that would result in some kind of internal fine or something. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, you can't suspend him because I mean, in a day, it's a fucking some kind of yeah abstract Achilles injury. So <laughs> who fucking <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah, and look, here's the thing: it the on a on a scale of NRL fuck ups, you know, he yep. was he was in a private residence, which doesn't make anything better or worse, but at yep. least he wasn't in in public. Mm-hmm. He's drunk too much piss. Now, one of the fucking terrible things about alcohol is that as you drink more of it, you know, it becomes harder and harder to make good decisions about, yeah, especially about stopping to more, drink alcohol. About drinking more of that. You know? <laughs> um, so... As really, anyone that goes to grand final meetups can attest. Yeah. <laughs> the only people, I guess, that can be dirty here are Broncos fans for exactly the reason that you said. Yep. That he's injured and and, and to wasn't be, be perfectly honest. Even on the scale of things Broncos fans should be angry at, it's pretty fucking low when they've got Darius Boyd, that absolute fucking shirker. Yeah, stealing a fucking living. If you're if you're at looking at one person to be angry at <laughs> yeah. for having zero commitment to your club, yeah, it, it's it's not. Jimmy no matter the whether he's sober as a judge, twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, it's not fucking Jimmy the Jet. I'll tell you that. That's it. Recaps Thursday night. We had the Roosters 36 defeating the Broncos 4 at the SCG in front of a crowd of 9,300. And fucking hell, it looked terrible. And SCG can obviously hold a significantly more yeah. uh, <coughs> higher amount of people than that. And uh, the way they were spread around looked awful. Anyway, the best part is the Roosters 36. <laughs> <laughs> Tries the Ikuvalu Crichton double to uh, Mitch Orbison, uh, Daniel Tupo, uh, Tedesco, and Manu with tries. 
Latrell, three of seven conversions and a penalty goal. If he could have kicked, it would have been even uglier. And the Broncos had a try to Matt Gillett. And uh, Osako missed with his only conversion attempt. Yeah, in in any situation where Mitch Orbison is scoring a double. And the first one was like an acrobatic fucking, you know, but yeah, get it down just inside, yeah. the, you know, after scr- mad scramble the ball um, rolling around. Yeah. It, yeah, the scoreline's obviously ugly. Mm-hmm. And you're 100% right if but there were some more kicks that went over. There'd be some, uh, you know, even would have been even fucking worse. Yep. The concern, I think, was how the tries were scored. Yeah, they they realistically had no right to score. I want to say eighty percent of those tries. In that, there were lots of them where, okay, there's a guy close to the line. He's upright. He's twisting and he's twisting and he's twisting. Shouldn't there should have been down. there yeah. should have been three or four three or four guys on him, mm. so he can't spin Find out a way and to then get just the ball on the ground. fall. Like yeah. gravity should never ever yep. help someone in that situation. Um, there were the well documented times that um, that Darius was just that fucking what was it Tedesco's try when he which one? <sighs> well, Tesco only got the one, didn't he? You want to? Why do I think Darius went? Oh, there's that two times because uh, yeah, I don't know. There was that one where Tedesco came through on the left hand side of the uprights, yeah. and Darius was just got just completely fucking beaten, and he had his arms out like he was appealing Do, for a something for an obstruction, um, yeah. an obstruction that was like, like not even vaguely on the like. There was nothing that could have been called on it, yeah, and he was like appealing. After Tedesco broke the line, but before he got to him, and then the ultimate effect was it just looked like he was waving you in to take it under, like he was his teammate, telling him to fucking run it in under yeah. the sticks. You can take it under. It. Um, and then there was that other one that we saw, we saw the gif or whatever of, you know, so many times with the, the two guys, you know, yeah. two guys trying to stop a Broncos, to stop a Roosters player close to the line, and Darius sort of stepped out of the way. That's it, yeah. Of the front that was of the, the yeah. second one. Yeah, yeah. and he didn't he, get involved at yeah, all. Yeah, and he sort of stepped to the side to watch them, which if he had just, even if he didn't do anything else other than just stand his ground and let the play flop onto him, yep. it would have been effective. Yep. That's how, that, but he actually like, oh, laid out of the way to watch and like, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking keen to see how this situation yeah. pans yeah. out. <laughs> Like, like he was looking at it with great interest, but like zero physical. Like there's lazy plays. Like there've been plenty of times where yep. you see a, you know, a, a props turning around and walking when if they'd have run into position. Yeah. You know, geez, fullbacks a tough one to see that from. Yeah. And and especially when you get. But to not be ineffective, but to actually jump out of the way of a play to let it play out, like you're like, I want to see, how, I want to see how this finishes, and it it contrasts. So much, especially with like the young, um, the young Storm fullback that yeah. had fucking Idris Mark II running full pelt at him. <laughs> yeah, and and actually moved into the way. Yeah, it, yeah. But um, yeah, and and Broncos fans are starting to notice. Yeah, for all the shit we give them. Yeah, they're, they're finally they they've started they've started to do like, yeah. not started though they've they've you know ma- the majority of them. Have acknowledged and turned. Yeah, but it was you know, um, I was talking to to my uncle, who's a dirty, filthy fucking Broncos supporter, and he was on, and he was he went back to to the other games that there were times when, yeah. and, and he's just getting worse at hiding it. Yeah, 
I think it was a Dragons game where there was a two-on-one with Darius. Yeah. And he's gone for an intercept. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So he was filthy at that, but he's yeah he's um he, he's he's I'm confidently saying like you know this is the thing we say what we like now and if he doesn't find himself dropped to the fucking interest he'll he'll have games where he does great stuff still yeah here and there but fuck me at the moment he is absolutely cooked and it appears to, and it's not a it's not a physical thing like he's not finding himself out of, out of position or beaten by by pace or footwork it's just a, it, it's actually like a like a total lack of fucking desire to get yeah. involved in a play which is like that, that is, that's a, that'd be a hard thing to watch if you were a broncos fan is this some passive aggressive seabold shit and and sorry not seabold shit but just like, you're you're not my real dad yeah, well, you're some- not my dad. I'm not calling you dad. <laughs> you're not my not real dad, but a I'm telling Wayne. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, don't know, but um, it's delightful to watch. I'm all, I'm here for it. I oh, hope 100%. it continues all season in costly fashion. The worst part is if there's one thing that that Brisbane side desperately need at the moment, it's a leader. Yeah, you know, and and to have the only person who you could feasibly look at and say, well, okay, if we have to pick a leader out of the club, let's make it him. Yeah, you know, he's an ex-representative player. Yeah, he's a premiership winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he. Who else are you gonna pick? Yeah, you know, you you fucking halves don't want to take field goals when it matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give it to the guy who takes it, who, who who tries to step up. Yeah, fucking. I guess Asako, you're the captain now. <laughs> well, you know, Jesus Christ, do you, do you put Corey Oates in the sea? Yeah, I don't know, but I can't imagine like efforts like you know with with yeah from a captain efforts like that. They don't inspire. That's what I'm saying. Any you, sort of greatness. Do you, do you strip him and say Corey, you're you're the captain now? Oh, I just yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna. I just, I just want to see who's actually available in their team because I mean. You see, like, why wouldn't you give it to someone like, I don't know, like, like Alex Glenn? Long-term fucking soldier who's always put in for him. Is that it? He's a soldier. Well. Oh. Oh. You know, what about Gillett? Yeah, so, well, yeah same. Yeah, I, I just, mean, honestly, you, 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 would, you would give it to Milford in the hope that it gives him some sort of inspiration to, you know, like it's, a, it's like a boost to, to maybe make him step up and take it and, you know, re- reach just, another level. Or are they worried about crushing him? You know, the responsibility oh. he's got now isn't too well, much for him. Well, yeah, I mean, so what's the, what is, there's nothing to lose. He's going to get worse. Alex Glenn, the <laughs> captain is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Take uh. these golden plates. <laughs> <laughs> I got the golden sea. <laughs> I'm going to lead the Broncos. Go see Book of Mormon. Yeah, Gussie Book of Mormon. This is what this this episode this is what's gonna be. Um well, anything else to say about the game? I mean Tell you what, great musicals. Don't fuck kids. That's it. You're already better than the Catholics. Yep. Great message. Yeah. That's that's the that's the message. You know? Fuck frogs instead. Look yeah. your raids. They're not chucking gay people off a roof. <laughs> that's it. There's another fucking cross against a religion. That's it. Um, yeah, have you got anything else to say about this game? We're not even talking about a game. We're just talking about the Broncos. 
Fuck, it's late. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we... Oh, yeah, we, we are too. We, oh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about, yeah. Fuck, how do we, I thought we were still talking about James Roberts. Yeah, no. Are you on high? Are you, are you fucking high? I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I wish I was high. Ian said, wow, imagine Wayne Bennett leaving a club in an absolute shambles. Imagine. Um, Trouble so- is, though, he thought he'd be there. Yeah. So, and it, that's a, and that, and that's also uh, the the same response that I would say to, to uh, people who say things about Des Haslam in Canterbury. He was gonna st- he he was shipped off early. Yeah. He intended to be he he intended to see to see that through and and make what he would of it. Yep. So um yeah. But still, Wayne, you know this is his third club in a row. The Broncos weren't in such a ma- they weren't a massive shit show when he left the first time. They were, but it got blamed on fucking. Henjack and Hook. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, was, it didn't. It didn't seem like it was ever like. Yeah, it was a pretty sharp plummet. Yeah, but this, but like the the dragons from the moment he announced he was leaving, like in the very like around Easter that season yeah. when he was leaving, uh, the Knights obviously absolute shit show. He left them in, um, yep. which they're still not out of, and and yeah, still not nope. even they're still not even looking like crawling out of nope. yet. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Sam's uh, the Broncos really need to come up against a team who will play them into form. Uh, checks round five schedule. Fuck. Yep. Chris, the Broncos looking like they need an early season team bonding session at Alhambra. Oh, there's an old one. Matt said uh, they introduced the crowd to the players before the game. <laughs> 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 and uh, Ben finally says uh, coat hanger and a, a coat hanger abortion of a season already. Our attack is more disjointed than a Tyrone May, Tyrone May sex tape and just as hard to watch. Lucky there's shit teams like the Titans and Penrith to provide a buffer at the bottom of the table. Hashtag uh, cunts fucked. Hashtag none in a row. Tell me. That Best changed, thing. obviously, between the time he posted that and the time <laughs> the, the, the ladder was finalised for the conclusion of round four. Um, thoughts on Pangai's hit on Kronk? Well, I remember last season, mm-hmm. someone from Manly... Think it might have been jet ski, fucked up first and dynamics yep. the cowboys. Same, exactly the same sort of thing. And then they were like, okay, now we're going to do this thing where we can protect our playmakers and and it'll be like you know ten in the bin, you know, at yeah. the discretion of the referee if you know if they hit you know late yep. and uh, very late and and or high or whatever. That was probably that kind of sit. That was that was that sort of situation. I, I didn't see the whole article, but I saw something today in the in Facebook group where they're saying that now they're going to be looking at the, what they're protecting the playmakers even more so, and you know, the, punishing people harder. And the, the NR, the there's NRL's like a timing out. after they after they you know release the ball. And, the NRL's come out and said that they they believe it should have been a sim bin on the day. Yeah, well, um, that's that's exactly the shit they said last year when they changed. It. They go that there was like there was Thurston getting smashed by Jetski, and there was such an outcry over that. They're like, oh, okay, so if playmakers yeah. were going to protect them better. And then, the issue yeah. is the the issue is when they they've turned their head and, mm. and they're blindsided is yeah. always much worse. That's yeah. it, and it's a legit whiplash issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not unhappy with the response as long as, like you've alluded to, there's some follow through. The only the only thing that it could introduce into the game though is at any time a halfback or a five eighth is touched by a forward after they've kicked the ball or, yeah. or or released a pass they just fucking superman like the impact you know what yeah. i mean like and then make it look because i mean the thing is it just looked His, fucking bad like yeah. it looked oh yeah very it bad. looked fucking horrible yeah 
but here's the thing. They've already got that rule in place, and they've done it you know, enough times this year, I think, where there's been attacks on a kicker or the leagues yeah, have been yeah. hit. Like, well, Lodge, yeah, the leagues Lodge got done yeah. round one. Yeah, and so did Fenoa Blake, I think. And so that's still been a focus for them. But and the league one's real obvious, though, too, because when the guys kick the ball, they're usually airborne, like, completely. Yeah, that's it. And um, both legs off the ground, and when they get swept, it looks terrible. But I, mean, yep. I, I think it, the, the way that a, a forward could, could you know, mitigate against this sort of thing happening and, and looking as bad is just wrap the arms, just hit them in a tackle. Wrap them, take them to the ground in yeah. a tackle after they passed it, because then you're not doing the thing where you just sort of just... Belt. barging them and yeah. then they go flying that's it um it's like i think it, it keeps like the the spatter radius down <laughs> you know to a more manageable and so it doesn't look as bad it just it just like all they look like they so just, a hand on the back of the head they, they just gently get, lower they, them to the ground they just get crunched well they just get crunched in a tackle where they're wrapped up and then brought to the ground with the tackler instead of getting smacked by the guy who's like an immovable rock and they just go fucking flying you know three meters the other direction and yeah. it just looks terrible yeah and um, but that yeah, I mean, it did, it it didn't look good. That well, that's pain, what I was like, you know, you you don't see a raft of kickers now trying to fucking milk penalties from a kick and being hit. No, because now I mean now uh, now they they seem to err on the side of caution more anyway. Yeah. They they they'll penalise you more more that's readily it. these days, which exactly. is which is good. I'm I'm happy with for yep. it. Yep. Um, so I mean, like you know, except except in state of origin, I need Pangai to do that for eighty minutes. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you you want Pangai to be fucking like you, you yeah. want you want you want him to be fucking Luke O'Donnell, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's like, I want him in their fucking headbutt cunts and like <laughs> <laughs> they throw elbows, fucking, just touching motherfuckers up for eight. Yeah, and, and the thing is, in Origin, you're more likely to get you know yeah. they'll let that shit go. Like they'll let the Origin highlight reels love a fucking big hit oh, or like a you know you know with you know like the comments whoa like they they love they they need that shit for the and, promo the year after and they fucking love like a a new Origin kid yeah on an old head yeah. they love that uh, shit yep 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 so yeah, maybe provided he's not fucking suspended or injured because I mean this year has been a bit of a mixed bag for him yeah true um, I think his values I don't know his value but the way he's going I mean if he wants to command these sorts of price tags at Easter they're talking about I mean he needs to fucking stay on the field a bit longer than what he's, he's, a, he's a total tampon at the moment fuck I hope, I hope he doesn't get his sorry look I'm not saying I hope he doesn't get money I'm, I'm all for anyone to get as much as they fucking can yep you know any legal way they can I just think that'll completely fuck the market. Yep. I think maybe 700 is your your top range. Yeah, if he stays on the field for the rest of the season no one does and and gets fucking 250 meters and you know Tom the every game for for the Broncos then you know then yeah. you would have to say that if he's doing Tom shit in a market that has far more money than North Queensland yeah. In terms of, you know, third parties and all that sort oh, of yeah. bullshit. That's it. Then, you know, he surely he would be he'd be getting paid. Yep. Like but I'm talking about the and fact down that Sydney, there's even other more so. there's other people who have done the job for their club for a longer period of time. That's yeah. my only concern with Pangoy. Yeah, but I mean who else would who else would be doing let's just say who would be doing that, that Tamalolo shit and not getting paid that right, that way? I don't know what Paul Vaughan's on, but I doubt it'd be that much. Yeah, but I don't know if he's like. I wouldn't put him. I mean, like he's fucking great. Like, believe me, I'd have him at my club. Yeah, but but I'm I saying, don't think he's that kind. Of, I don't think he's that. If you were if you were building a club now, yeah, and you could take either 
Vaughn or yeah, but I mean, Angle. like, I'm, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like, you know, pra- you know practically. So yeah, I'd take yeah. Vaughn because I'd have some yeah. extra cash in my pocket to you know throw in a, throw into a center or something, you know. Mm. But um, yeah. where are we? The Warriors twenty six defeat the Titans ten at Mount Smart, just under fourteen thousand in attendance. The Warriors twenty six tries to Hiku Fusatua Tuvasa Shek Tohu Harris uh, Harris Tavita with three or four conversions and a couple of penalty goals. Titans ten came from tries to Copley and Don Ash Taylor one of two conversions. It yeah they fucking Titans. This was the same, not the same. This was, this was similar, similar to last week. The times were fucking. They, they they blasted. They weren't in the game. They quickly they, they struck back and looked like fuck. There might be a chance to get yeah. in the game, but unlike the unlike the rabbits were like the rabbits sort of held last week. But the the the, the warriors they actually like put another try on to kind of you know snuff it out and because uh, I mean, it was there was it was a nervous time for for a little while there at like yeah. twenty to ten or whatever it was, um, but um ultimately. The Warriors bounce. I mean, who who fucking who fucking can judge you know judge certain teams this season? Yeah, I know. Like the Warriors fucking it, destroy the destroy the dogs. The, War, the Warriors get destroyed by by worse than that by Manly, and they come then they come out and like the Titans push Souths. Yeah, Titan. The, the, yeah, yeah. There's some crazy shit happening down that end. Which going back to to what you said about the Souths game. Yeah. Last week, I, I think the Titans. Point scoring last week was more so due to South Clock taking their or, foot off the pedal rather yeah. than any sort of you know yep. greatness on the part of the Titans. And I don't think the Warriors particularly take their foot off the pedal. I just think that they're not there for eighty minutes anyway. Yeah, you know, and like it. it's there. There are and, opportunities where their forwards get tired, and the Titans manage to convert a couple of opportunities quickly. And I think the Titans. We'll put it this way: so, so other teams, and you know, uh, when they struggle. They have people who who can have moments of brilliance yeah. to get through. The Titans are almost the reverse of that. In that, they'll be ticking along okay, but then all of a sudden they'll have moments of fucking retardation. Yeah, and it's one player or two players in particular, and like, you know, people like you know Bryce Carrider, and I know he's copped a lot of shit for being a turnstile, but he. His big mistakes this weekend weren't really turnstiles. It wasn't that he was missing people. Mm. It was just his fucking awareness that when the bloke that's supposed to be next to you and the lines at marker, yeah, you know, if there's any time to not rush up, it's that, yeah, and especially if you want to rush up and see that fucking two of us are Sheck sniffing around, <laughs> directing himself into the fucking gap that you're going to create, yeah. Don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Just cross do a fucking pros and cons list on yeah. that as oh, thoroughly as you do on vaccinations. Yeah, but I mean, he's, like, he's, not, that thorough. <laughs> he's not that thorough on vaccinations. I know, but I'm saying even what he does on vaccinations would have been better than the decision he made on the field. Yeah, it, you know. The- no, rushing up causes tries. <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> well, that fucking simple and then to compare and contrast with Darius Boyd I mean fu- fucking Don was scoring a try he'd come in from the side yeah. he's like towards, running towards the post try for all fucking money yep. and then Don just sorry two of us smashed him on the line yeah. got under wrapped the ball yep. in there, like just yep. amazing one of one of, uh, one of a couple of amazing tackles for the weekend try saving fucking tackles and the same young Tavita for the Warriors as well I thought had an outstanding game 
Yeah, and especially considering, like, you know, he was he was in and, and Kieran was dropped, uh, yeah, probably undeservingly. I mean, he wasn't the problem with the Warriors, you know, in their losses that they that had led up to uh, to him being dropped. But, you know, he, he looked great. Fucking cunt still got braces. I mean, really? Fuck, <laughs> 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 now. Make me feel old. But he's just doing what, you know, one of the, you know, side benefits of putting young guys into a team is just that enthusiasm and that spark they bring. Yep. Um, and if there's any team that needs that, it's, well, not needs it, but I guess feeds off it, it's the Warriors. That That's the sort of football they like to play. But the Titans are just way too predictable at the moment. Yep. Every single play is a mid-range pass. There's really no decisions being forced on the defence. Not for large periods of the game. I mean, they don't, they're not even they're not. It's like they're not even that willing to, you know, start playing until, you know, the game's almost gone. Yeah. And just looking at what they've got coming up. Fuck! They got the Cowboys in four weeks. It's probably their first best chance, but that's away too. Yep. And other than that, they've got you, Knights, Tigers. Then, uh, then the Cowboys game I mentioned, and then uh, Sharks. Yeah. So, so the, the, it, it becomes a question of where's the fucking when does their first win come? Well, I mean, like it's you know it's hard to see even in that. But they remember they were that sort of team last year that it, like they'd have forty put on them one week and then go out and put forty on someone the next. Yeah, but this year they're getting forty put on them and they come out and score ten yeah. the next. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then eighteen. Well, yeah. So they've, they've got those yeah those games in them because they're largely yeah. largely unchanged. Yeah, but I mean, they need to start. I mean, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, they could conceivably get the Cowboys, but honestly, you know, say they lose the next five. Yeah, that's nine. I mean, that's that's Brennan's gone at that point. Surely, you can't lose that many games to start a season and, and retain your job, yeah, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, and as bad and as bad as they've been at, in periods of their their history, I mean, they've surely haven't gone that many weeks without a win. I, yeah. Um... So. It's yeah, good. it's not looking up. There's nothing. There's nothing real positive there. Uh, Hammond said, uh, "This is why we all take drugs on the Gold Coast." Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, ben said, "I love seeing Tyrone throwing a pass into touch and blaming Copley. What a spherical headed baby face cock." Dal Sims try though. Wow. Um, now we get to Friday night. Fuck me. Panthers nine defeat the West Tigers eight. Crowd of just over fourteen thousand. Panthers Stadium. That must be a fucking ground record, is it? What's that? I mean, 14,000. There's only like 9,000 there. Uh, Panthers. Well, it would have been a ground record. Try to Edwards. But you know what? I guarantee you, you know who wasn't at this game? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, the, you're talking about the bougie fucking. The fucking yeah. bougie, bougie cunts. Who, the, uh, the, the Leichhardt Brigade. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Edwards is a try. Clear with a conversion and a penalty goal and a field goal. The, the crucial field goal. Tigers tries to Thompson and Madison. Masters couldn't kick to save his fucking life, missing two goal, two conversions and a penalty goal. And uh, this game, like we joke about games being AIDS, <laughs> but this was like this was out. This is outright fucking AIDS to the extent that I had to watch the thrilling conclusion the next day because mm. I actually fell asleep watching this game. Like I fell asleep at eight two, and uh, and my brains obviously said, well. I'm fucking out of here. This <laughs> game, nothing's going on. Was no, no, Magic Johnson. I've heard that if I nick the inside of my rectum with a Stanley knife, 
it'll make the sex more pleasurable for both of us. <laughs> Brought to you by Stanley. Um, yeah. It ah, oh, I choose to look at this through the eyes of super fan, the biggest tiger, who said that really, yeah. what more could you want than than a thrilling Hollywood esque storyline? And this was Hollywood-esque because you know why? Why? The visuals were so stunning. It, it was just an absolute visual masterpiece. Now, these players were tired. They were struggling. And then, in true Hollywood fashion, the son of the under-siege coach steps up. You, know? you can see the eagle soaring higher and higher. He was a man in motion. Gonna need that yeah. chin of steel. Yeah. <laughs> the only Hollywood thing I think of it about this is that it was basically, yeah, like 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 Tom Hanks covered in fucking covered in, in, in fucking sores, puking on the fucking Antonio Banderas's penis before dying horribly of fucking AIDS. Another fuck that's Hollywood as shit. Well, yeah, I can imagine Nathan through the week. I can, you can always hear it, like as a you know, as a field goal, as, as you know, they, they do the slow mo, and you hear the commentary he goes, "Oh yeah, clearly the line's a field goal." He goes, "No, no, 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 no." Seriously, <laughs> just imagine Cleary head down, yeah, that magnificent chin tucked into his chest, <laughs> you know, you know, grey sort of you know, bomber jacket, hands in his pockets, <laughs> through the shops of Penny Plaza. <laughs> So what we've, what we've established here are the two fucking crucial, crucial parts of film success is the AIDS. visuals and the soundtrack. <laughs> here we go. That's it. Here we go. I wish there was someone that could tell me otherwise, but, you know. <laughs> if, only, if, only, if only we had an Oscar winning Emmy nominated no, since I don't listener hang, of the show. Since I don't hang out in bougie cunts are us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll probably never come across them. No, the, the reason the reason why I, I, I um, am of an opposite view to be something is like the ending always golden point. Of course, the ending's exciting. The only problem with this one is that on the on the first attempted watch when my brain went to sleep, it's because at eight two there was zero fucking excitement or tension in the game. It was fuck me. The Tigers don't want to win this game, but my God, Penrith don't want to win it fucking twice yeah. as much as they want to, as they yeah, don't want to win it. it. And so it's like this game is it's literally going to finish eight two, give or take a couple of penalty kicks yeah. on either side because it, none of these cunts want to win this game. But then obviously when if, it's tied up and you know, or when it's if you uh, missed this game, yeah, and you woke up and you didn't read any socials, on yep. it, and you just came in and looked at the stats, you didn't even look at a match report, yeah, you'd go, fuck. Okay. Oh, um, missed tackles. Penrith, 12. West Tigers, 16. Fucking fantastic defensive effort by both yeah. of them. No wonder it's yeah. a low-scoring game. Must have been a fucking cracker. A defensive oh, war. Wow. Five penalties each. Referees kept their whistles away. Must have been some free-flowing <laughs> rugby league. Hmm. Oh, no. Forced dropouts. Oh, it's a little bit low, but teams were building pressure. Oh, Penrith dominated the running yards. They've got a good forward pack. That doesn't surprise me. Ah, oh, errors. Penrith made 18 errors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Oh, now I understand what sort of game this was. Yeah, it was uh, Tig- Tigers, for their part, made 11. Yeah. Um, but it was such a fucking defensive powerhouse of a game for both teams because there were only three tackles <laughs> per set. <laughs> no, because they, they never held the ball. <laughs> like, as long as you could make your first two tackles in a set, you were guaranteed 100% defensive accuracy. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. And yeah. as much as I'm laughing about it, Penrith need to fucking do something seriously about their handling. Yeah, yeah the funny thing about this game mm. is it looked like a game played between two sides that have been coached by Ivan Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them play with that 47% intensity <laughs> that only Ivan Cleary can bring. Here's the thing. West's had, you know, it, the possession was 60-40. Yeah. West should have won this game. There's no, they should, there's should, no way they, they should have lost the game. And disclaimer, technically they did score more tries and in 99 games out of... But where's the West Tigers from the first two rounds with the, these, the tactical kicking games that when they, you know, in front, you know, by whatever margin where they're, they're pinning teams in their corners and, yeah. and, you know, earning repeat sets and all that shit? I, I think this will go a long way towards people like Brooks who... Who, you know, for for all the shit that he's copped... He's nothing without Benji. He's not. Proven. Um, he's still a young half, I think, in terms of his mental capacity. Fuck me. You're acting like he's Matt Moylan or something. No. But... He's like twice his age. But this is him going into a game, and I'm almost sure being... The, the occasion of it got him. Yeah. Like, what other big-scale games has he ever played in? Has he ever played a final series? I doubt it. Yeah. Surely not. No. I mean, you know, they're not letting the ninth place team in, are they? Exactly. Are they? No. They won't not, be unless not unless there's a new fucking charity <laughs> system. Um, but the, the thing is, he really doesn't have, and I'm being serious, he doesn't have that experience in those big games and how to deal with, to, to Cooper Cronk fucking put your feelings in a box and turn it off. Yep. Um, it'll be a good learning lesson for him. So, uh, Again, Nathan Cleary just steps up when it matters. Dylan Edwards drops balls when it matters as well. So first half of the game, I mean, he was looking like, yeah, you could do a straight swap for Darius and win the trade. Yeah, like, bad. And and scoring a try probably doesn't, you know, achieve redemption either. Uh, no, it doesn't. He's been put to the wing this week, which I'm not. And yeah, I was talking to a couple of Penrith guys online about it, and it was. The consensus was that he could do with some time in Reggie's to... Get you know, back to match readiness. You know, get out there and fucking dominate a couple of rounds mm. and, and score a couple of tries per game and then come back in Yeah. after you've learned how to fucking catch. Um, and there was the one time that, um, you know, he didn't actually drop the ball and he was called for a knock-on and they scored yeah. a try off the back of that. But as you say... If something walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough for people to call it a pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For them to have completed 65% at half time, that's what needs to be done. Their forwards looked better. Um, I'm not a massive fan of Katoa at dummy half. Um, I can't remember. Did you like him last year? I don't remember. I think- uh, look, I'm, I'm a fan of Egan. But but Egan needs a bit of confidence and need, needs to 
to learn when it's okay for him to get out and explore a bit. But mm. um, the other big news out of this one is Frank Winterstein Frank suffered a autistic potential, knee. potential marriage-ending injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, you know, the the initial diagnosis is what what, what grade MCO was it? Was it two? Like it'd be uh, so he'd be theta. Like, so he'd be like he'd be like a he'd be like a you know like a six to eight or or you know under medical medical conditions or yeah. fourteen to sixteen under thoughts and prayers. Well, yeah. Here's the thing: crystals I, might bring it forward a little. You bit. You know what? I'm always open to new information that allows me to change my opinions. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. If those cunts get on a boat and they get out there and they go fucking told you there was an ice wall here and there's actually a sheer drop off the end. Yeah. Completely happy. Yeah. New information. Resets my opinion. If any flat earthers want to sponsor the production of a, a television show, we'll get out there. I will fucking trek to Antarctica, or 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 fucking up to the Arctic. So wherever you you tell me where you tell me where it drops off. That's it. I will fucking go there with cameras. And if it, and I'll tell you, if there is the drop off, yep, I will jump off. Please, up no fucking bungee. Really, off, off into the fucking great beyond. Just with a GoPro strapped to your chest yep. to see where it goes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, but I will be happy. Set up Kickstarter. I'll be happy to fucking suck the vaccinations out of people. Yeah. If I get the new information that Frank Winterstein wearing a Western medicine knee brace has given his wife Down syndrome. <laughs> 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 or, you, or do, you know, is taking Voltaren is that is that against the is that against the protocol? Can he only can he only you know heal through you know crystal or incense based? I'm, I'm sure they have uh, or Reiki or whatever well, a, bullshit. A, nat- a natural equivalent of Voltaren that's three times the price. Yeah, um, and it's made from one thirtieth of the. Efficacy? No, but it has to be made from the uh, placental blood of Frank's wife's auntie, who uh, also needs a kickback. I just feel like there's some kind of. There's, there, I feel like there's some kind of synergistic relationship there that that Bryce could have some a hand in. And you know, given his wife is of the same mind as Frank's wife. Well, didn't you see? Well, Frank did have a coat hanger wrapped around his leg. Yeah, it didn't help. No. Well, he was trying to abort the, well, the I mean, pain. The root cause has been pulled on his season, yeah. hasn't it? So it did work. Maybe it did work. <laughs> oh, Joshua said, Tigers versus Panthers is the Stephen Bradbury race without Stephen Bradbury. Um, Solzy, uh, th- those Panthers sure did luck tonight. They were the luckiest bunch of lucks that ever lucked. What you haven't brought up yet is that the, the, the NRL come out the next day or you know on Sunday or Monday and said, oh, yeah, here's our reviews. Kickout should have been awarded a try. In which case, the whole drama and everything at the end becomes a moot point anyway because, you know, game over. And, yeah, look, fuck, who knows how the game would have turned out. Who knows if that wouldn't have motivated the Tigers to actually fucking, you know, do something and and put on three tries, which they could have run through us at any time, so... Uh, Reece, uh, what a dog of a game. No way Penrith deserved that win. Hashtag Tigers in decline. Well, we do deserve the win. Stuart. Because after the game... The score reflected that we had scored more points, so that that's how you deserve wins. When you say deserve, ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah, it just it's just uh, yeah. Statistically speaking, sure, the Tigers should have won. 
but you could also you know you, you could say on one hand oh the, yeah statistically speaking the Tigers deserved the win or the flip side of that is statistically speaking the Tigers should have fucking done more with the what the statistics reflected and, and fucking and won the game yeah. for themselves yeah uh, Stuart for fuck's sake, what's a fucking fan supposed to do? Go out there and kick the fucking ball for them. <laughs> three fucking missed goals and three missed field goals. And now every dickhead with a peanut for a brain is going to be claiming Nathan Cleary and Ivan Cleary won that game. What a load of bullshit. Neither team deserved to win, but the Panthers deserved it less. Well, see, Nathan There's Cleary, that word deserve again. Nathan Cleary actually did win the game. Uh, he kicked a sideline conversion. To tie it up. And with then, his yeah. eyes closed and a fucking broken leg. And a giant fucking chin obscuring, like I mean, can you imagine like the 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 way that would throw like a body's ergonomics and balance off? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing counterweight. He hasn't got like it's not like he has got he hasn't got like a Joey John's barge ass or anything to like counterweight the chin. <laughs> Maybe he's got a fucking catapult dick that just as he <laughs> yeah. But then that's that. then then what, then he what, he wouldn't be able to run. He'd just be face planting, <laughs> and maybe the chin is just like you know calcification from continually face. Like maybe he does have a hog there. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like for yeah for, for for ergonomics or whatever you know with aerodynamics. I mean, he really needs to have like a Joey John's barge ass to offset that fucking chin. Yeah, but he's only young too. Uh, Lando. Sometimes a game between two si- two good sides in a high-quality contest goes to Golden Point. This was not one of those games. The Who's Your Daddy Cup should be a shot glass of monkey sperm. That's what this debacle deserves. And uh, finally, uh, Fat Harry Lazy. The only club you could play that bad against and still win is the West Tigers. The decline is real. Suck my dick from the back, you gentrified merge cucks. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, I'd just like to add that he, said, he, that he put that... He'd said it on Facebook under his real name, too. <laughs> um, Mighty oh, Manly yeah. Seagulls, 13, defeated the South Sydney Rabbis, 12. Brookie, crowd of 12,500. Manly's 13, came from tries to Tommy Turbo and Fainu. Uh, Cherry with two from two conversions and a field goal. The Rabbitohs, 12, came from tries to Sam Burgess and Campbell Graham. Um, Adam Reynolds, one from two conversions and one from three penalty goals. And uh, also missed a couple of field goals as well. Just to cap a, just to cap a week after fucking we've talked him up as yeah we'll have him in our origin team. Never misses goals. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put a line through you now. Can't fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Not even once. <laughs> fucking, I'm on Cleary Island. Yep. Back the to Cleary Island. Good. <laughs> Back to Cleary Island. Uh, we go. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the food's pretty monotonous, but at least there's no monkeys with AIDS. <laughs> now this game, um, just in case anyone thinks that's a racial slur, there actually is an island that has nothing but monkeys with AIDS on it. <laughs> Where is it? I think it's near Russia. Oh my god, what's it called? I don't know. Fuck. Why are there monkey? Why are they? Why, why is there just AIDS monkeys there? Um, Do they like they, they, actually, they, they the, chuck yeah, them there when they? There was a vice thing on it. There was a medical lab. Um, where they were testing AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> is this where it, the, the, the genesis of the, the story of AIDS? No. <laughs> no. Oh I feel God. we've done that before, though. <laughs> Just some random guy walking through the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Eat, eats a mushroom, gets high, and thinks there's a hairy bitch in front of him. So, so these, um, these Russians, are these, are these Russians testing AIDS, or is this... Well, I'm, I'm assuming they were testing how to cure AIDS. Yeah, okay. And then... During the collapse of the Soviet Union or whatever oh, that was. Oh, okay. Yep. You know, funding just sort of dried up. and So they, no one was looking after the monkeys? Well, no, they all left the island and yeah. it was either 
kill them or just open the cages and let the yeah. AIDS monkeys out. Yeah. So. It's now's AIDS monkey island. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I imagine it's an unspoiled paradise because no one's fucking going there to, in hurry. As opposed to Cleary Island, which is, you know... <laughs> Which is, you know, you know, it's close to it's close to AIDS monkey Island because I mean, as you saw, I mean, <laughs> it was basically like instead of like escape from New York, it was like escape from AIDS monkey Island, <laughs> and uh, and and Cleary did engineer that for the Panthers, yes, uh, leaving the West Tigers behind. <laughs> and um, this game, the game at hand. Uh, I mean, like the, the the standard was it was was barely barely higher than the the Panthers one, although with the scoreline being closer f- uh, for much of the second, I would locked up for for uh, a large period, and or South lead you know um, for a large period of second half. It was a bit a little bit more uh, suspenseful through the game. Um, fucking lot of lot of heart shown from Manly with uh, Turbo going down uh, just after half time, and uh, that at that point, I mean going into the game. I was certain that Manly were going to win because, like, I, I was, you know, I'm biased and all right. But at the same time, I was like, if they if they can keep putting together games like they did against the Warriors, the way they attacked and everything like that, then you know, good things are going to happen more often than not. Mm-hmm. And um, and they started they started the game like that, but then fuck me, the mistakes in the last twenty minutes of that first half, I feel it just felt like they never had the ball for the second half of the second twenty minutes of that first half. And South, that's how the South actually got themselves into the game, and they took a, a lead. Uh, into half time, and um, then with Tommy and down, oh fuck me! Okay, now the job becomes, you know, now now it's we're gonna get fucking points run passes. But they actually, rather than drop the head, they they actually dug in and um, defended their asses off, um, scored a good try to get the lead, and uh, and it's funny how like you know it finished in golden point and everything, but Manly leading twelve ten with fucking. Four minutes left, or you know, not not, not that long left in the game. Mm. Reynolds missing all these fucking goals through the game. He'd already missed to that point. What he had five total, so he'd already missed three, three yeah. in a row, I think. He kicks a fucking penalty from the sideline mm. <laughs> to tie it up. The hardest kick he had all day, and uh, he could have made any of those to win the game for him. But no, he, he kicks a penalty from the sideline to to lock it up, and then it becomes a field goal thing and. Uh, I think what happened the first the first one he, he cracked it it was beautiful but he just missed under under pressure from uh, from the defence and then we get into golden point and then Souths get the first shot again they roll down the field so fucking easily had that perfect set where they just roll and go straight down the middle get to about thirty pass it back to the forty goes to field goal you know what's more interesting off the fucking upright than this shit though what's that um, the Monkey Island where they all have AIDS is actually off the coast of Liberia okay and it wasn't the Soviets. Well, no, it not was, being close to Liberia, it wouldn't be. It was the New York Blood Centre. So what are they doing? Like, I'm sure fucking Liberians are like, oh, yeah, thanks for leaving. <laughs> well, you fu- know the genesis of Liberia was well, yeah. freed slaves yeah, yeah. were given yeah. land. It so, didn't, um, didn't go so well. Well, America's solution to fucking over parts of Africa was to go to a different part of Africa. And fuck it. And go, oh, um... Get all those people that are living there and fuck them off. Um, <laughs> and you can have that bit because yeah. all Africans are the same. Yeah. Um, and in 200 years, we'll be able to give monkeys AIDS. <laughs> win all around. Fucking hell. So is it, like, is it actually like, is it Liberian owned island now? Is it part of their territory? I or? believe so. Fucking hell. And so it's still kicking? Yeah. Oh, they just fucking nuke it from orbit. <laughs> That's the only way to be sure. 
Yeah, no, it's just they're renaming it Monkey Delphia. (laughs) (laughs) And thinking of the opposite of AIDS, then Manly finally get their chance under enormous pressure. Cherry gets a field goal, cracks it from fucking a long way out, and uh, and nailed it for the the glorious fucking victory. The Harps show already the the hallmarks of fucking death. I mean, I had a friend go to the sheds after the game and he said that basically all Des has done since he's turned up there all they all they worked on is, is basically defense yeah and so finally that's starting to pay off because clearly that fucking good looking sexy sexy cunt didn't know how to fucking defend shit except his own poor coaching fucking performances so um so it's good to see that sort of stuff like that game they lose by 30 once Tommy goes down last year they lose that game by fucking like they just get fucking yeah. try after try run 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 in on them so the fact that there's like the, the, the I'm, I'm loving the change in just the general attitude and grit and determination of the side obviously you know things aren't going to be you know aren't going to be easy with Tommy on the sidelines however I was I was fucking stunned at how well they did in this game and this game was one of those situations where it's like you know it's not like you haven't had him for the game it's like you've had him and then you have that sort of fucking gut punch of losing him you know you know to start the set the second half so to, to bounce back from that showed uh so on, showed, showed a lot of good promise for the character on the, the south side. side of things would how much do you put down to the the potential that greg inglis isn't happy at the moment because South didn't perform. Is that a real? Is that real though? Well, he's been given leave from the club, and yeah. the, the reason is because he has a virus and a shoulder issue. So normally, that's funny. Think- and the thing, the, the 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 story that came out before the game was that he was arrested because of a dodgy Chinese meal. Yes. <laughs> the other thing that came out was that Wayne and so he accepted Manly's limp penis <laughs> on this occasion. Was that Wayne had said to him? Um, you're not playing if you need injections. Fucking injections are as old as the game itself. What? I mean, state of origin doesn't exist with our glorious stories of players yeah, fucking yeah, kneeling no, up. I know, I know, I know. But, but I'm just saying, as, as an overall picture. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, he fucking had to make up that story about the planes and not flying and shit to avoid, you know, potential time in Brisbane. Yeah. You know, and I don't think Wayne was there at the time, but I mean, like... Yeah, interesting. He never played for the Dragons or the fucking Knights either. Mm. <laughs> he's not a good son like Darius. No, he's not. He's not. Um, but yeah, great guy. I'm fucking tell you, and this game actually like emotionally fucking captured me for the first time in a long time. Eh? Like, I mean, always, I'm always like you know invested in any game I'm watching, no matter who's playing, just because you know there's always a team you subconsciously pick to yeah. be the one you want to win. But this one, I was like fucking. I had a pretty fucking ordinary start to this this year, uh, just in general. Well, it's and a good thing you've got Tommy for the rest of the year and there won't be any more fucking tragic losses. Oh, so Tommy will be back. He'll be back hopefully in time for Magic Weekend, but I think he might just miss out, unfortunately. Eight weeks. But, uh, well, no, well, the, they, the, the shed, they, they, they're, more, they're more confident of six. Eight. But even so, it's fucking, it's, even so, it's going to be, it's five until Magic Weekend, so there's no chance. No. Um, unless he, uh, well, yeah, but Desi, he's got his fucking calf blowing. What's, what's the calf blood of 2019? I mean, calf blood's like fucking 2009. So, I mean, there's got to be some kind of fucking ridiculous you know shit he's probably going straight up straight up stem, stem cells from fucking Christopher Bryce's Reed. fucking wheelie bins <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah it was emotional 
And uh, and I'm and I'm and I'm glad. To- <laughs> I thought it's really seriously. I was I was like, it was fucking weird, eh? Like, like when they at the no. end when they when they worked their way down to force that force a repeat set just towards the end of regulation. I was like, fuck this. They're actually fucking clamping down. And then and I was like, I could I could start to fucking feel it, feel the emotions. See, and then when they actually won, as as you're just fucking droning on with this pitiful shit in my head. <laughs> yeah, I've got like a simple Rick style commercial running. <laughs> <laughs> about Cartwright fucking themselves. <laughs> yeah, as he, as he feels a warm one, satisfaction. One day there was abortions. <laughs> Direct from those bathroom tiles to you. Cartwright peptides. Feel the youth of his incompletion. <laughs> run like you've never run before. Pass like you've never passed. The only thing hooked is our product. <laughs> uh, uh, game comments. Sharky Dave. Great performance. Yes, obviously this result doesn't matter how now Tommy's taken over Dugan as primo biscuit of the NRL. Fuck out of here. No, no, until, he hasn't. Until, 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 Tommy, until Tommy sits out a game for a fucking boil. Tommy has actual injuries, though. Yeah. Tommy has medically recognized that yeah. is an injury and yeah. that should stop you from playing. Dugan's just got a thirst for the green whistle. Dugan has tackles. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan said, once again, the mighty Manly Seagulls prove they can overcome all adversity and challenges thrown their way and to show that while they're not the most skilled or consistent side in the league, they certainly have more heart than anyone else, along with more teeth than the entire, entire opposing side's fan base as well. Shame about the injury incurred to Tommy, but it wouldn't be sporting or proper if we didn't give the handicap the handicap. Nice. Lee said, my missus is a Bunnies fan and she's filthy. She said, I can't believe we lost to these cunts. How dare she? Uh, Solzy, is it just me or has the so brave mantle been passed? Can be. It was so brave. The Raiders, 30, defeated the Cowboys, 12, at 1,300 teeth. Crowd of just over 11,500. And the Raiders, 30, tries to Cotrick Croker, a double to Rapina. Uh, Lay also with a try. Croker three or five conversions and a couple of penalty goals. And uh, the Cowboys twelve tries to Cooper and Asiata. Kahu two of two conversions. I'll tell you what. Mm. It's not a world beater. Mm. But I bet the Broncos would love to have the option of Kahu there if they wanted to drop Darius Boyd. It's fucking wouldn't they? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean Seabold, you you may have fucking pulled the trigger a little too hastily. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, a tough old season ahead, I think, for the the cows. And it looked it looked promising after the, you know the way they fucking yeah around put the syphilis through the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I, I think this one was more to do with the Raiders actually playing to some sort of their potential. Yeah. Um, I become a bigger. Also, some of that Leipana ass as well, like the shit that just comes off. Yeah. For those two. And yeah, you got to take that with with that grain of salt, though. With those guys, they're going to have those moments where they they do something dumb. Yeah, but they, you know they had injuries and stuff, and 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 it wasn't happening for them. Yep. Last year. Yep. And you know, and that's that. I feel like because they're 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 undoubtedly talented players, but yep. they're also that kind of like you know they're, they're they're players that are quick to drop the fucking drop the bottom lip when stuff's not going their way a bit as well. Correct. So to have those guys pulling off crazy shit and being happy and you know and all that sort of thing, I think that's a well, that's a I, big factor for them. I will say this: throughout the round, you know, there was a lot of comments about certain players and oh, they have to give them ball, they have to get them involved more. Yep. Um, the 
Yes, that that's true. That if you have attacking weapons, you you need to find ways to inject them into the game. But I would suggest that Rapana does a better job than any outside back I've seen since probably Justin Hodges of dictating his level of involvement in a game. If the ball's not getting out to them in in ideal conditions or in in good circumstance, yeah, then he will go inside looking and. The try he scored in it under the post, like he's a right wing. He was sniffing around on the left shoulder of Nickel Clogsdale. Yep. Yeah? But but also, I mean, yeah, I, I, I hate like believe me, it, it catches like fucking ash in my throat to say this. I think Blake Ferguson as well as like another player. That- yeah, I I would still suggest not to the extent of Rapina, um, whereas Fergo will want to have carries in a set. Yeah, Rapana will do that thing where he pops up on one side of the field and then he's generally back in position, quick fucking smart. So. Yep. Um, but no, Canberra are ticking along nicely. They're, they're really looking like a team with a little bit more mental fortitude. So maybe someone went and apologised to the gypsy that Ricky Stewart fucked when he was playing there. I don't know. But... Um, <laughs> No, Raiders looking good in defence. The, the, I mean, I, I'm I'm not sure what they were doing over their off season. If defence was a, you know, a, a, an increased or you know more highly prioritised thing to work on, but it look they're looking okay. They're looking good so far. I mean, the attack with Canberra is going to come. So I mean, it's one of those things where you just if they just wanted to do, just hone in on defence and just let the other stuff happen. Yep. That you know, fine if that's what they've done. It's, it's it seems to be working, and there's certainly yeah. no. So far, no sign of the uh, and this is that the old faders. That weird thing, fucking Croker's now, like in the top ten of all time point scorers or something. He, yeah, like he is to scoring points what John Morris was to playing games. Yeah, it, yeah. fucking <laughs> hell. Like, like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, how the fuck did he get there? Yeah, yeah. But um, this is kind of like the Raiders at the moment. They, they to me, they 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 feel like the side. That they were supposed to be, was it two years ago or was it last? Even last year, it was last year. It was you and the Raiders, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the year before. Oh, I think it was the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like this. They're kind of finally become that. Uh, Michael said the Raiders don't. The Raiders don't look that red hot. I think they'll be in trouble when they verse a good team. Oof, we'll see. Jonathan Raiders played like absolute cucks, but still managed to defend the lead. Not excited. Not suicidal. Hashtag fuck Tigers and their fans. <laughs> <laughs> that was a random act of violence, but okay. Uh, Troy, oh, yeah. once again, our defense wins us the game. When our attack finally kicks in, we're going to have a big shot at the top four. Motherfucker, you scored 30 points. I mean, be happy. Russell, my favorite part of this game was the Antonio Winterstein commentary on ABC Grandstand. Head knocks are a thing and Yo, and, and Yo should medically retire. <laughs> David, kind of a game. My cows are fucked worse than one of stepdad's receptacles. Rudderless in attack, and Jarvid Bowen couldn't defend a three-year-old, let alone his opposite number. Worse still was losing a fucking profile pick bet, thanks to those spastics. Storm looked likely to put a fucking cricket score on us next week. Hashtag bring on 2020. What happens in 2020? You just lose more of your origin legends? Like Matt Scott, when's he fucking going to... I mean, hey, surely... What did, he, did he say they're dumber than a receptacle, or are they... They um no they were fucked worse than one. Oh okay. That's so right, he's okay. kind of he's I guess he's giving you a, a download compliment saying you wrecked that shit. Yeah, 
Um, well, you know, no, but. There's a few, um, yeah, there's a, a few stories. Yeah, oh, there is. It looks like it'll be the, the meetups this year. No, not that one. No, there's the dumb one. But... No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, yeah, you said stories, plural. So oh, like, yeah. Well, looks like it's going to have to be made like that. Yeah, that's no, I mean, that, that story is the greatest story. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, it's like sad, but hilarious at the same time. The Eels 24, speaking of sad and hilarious, <laughs> defeat the Cronulla Southern Sharks 12 at ANZ, crowd of just over 11,000. The Eels 24 tries to Takarangi, a double to Jennings. And uh, New Cora with a try as well. Moses, 4-4 conversions. That little cunt's playing fucking well this season. <laughs> Much to my chagrin. Uh, Fecky with a double. Flano Jr. with two conversions. And oh my God, just watching the eels just repeatedly just running, just roll, roll, roll straight up yeah. the fucking sharks. Especially when the the forward pack of the eels wasn't something that I don't think many no. teams went into this year afraid of. Remember, was it the year before last when the eels went pretty well? That was the year they had their points stripped. Yes. And they were just playing on pure fucking fuck everyone, fuck the world. Yeah, but it was a similar, you know, a and similar sort of thing. They were going to make the do- finals. They were like, yeah. I think with eight rounds left or something, they were a genuine chance yeah. of getting into eighth spot. Yep, yep. And then just tanked. Yep. Um, so, so look, I mean, it's uh, like it's a, it's a, a no frills, you know, no, not really a huge name. I mean, let's face it, when, you know, you one of your most recognisable names in there is like Tim Manor, who's never been a wrecking ball. Yeah. But they've 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 done the job from this season. They they continue to do the job for them. And against yeah, we'll against the, we'll, the thing, the, this is the sharks thing. Whenever anyone spoke about what killed his brother, he'd stick his head up. He thought he was. They were talking about him. <laughs> but little known fact is he's reached the level of fucking Gloria Jean's Hillsong Scientology. Where they've given him the fucking fountain of youth. Ah, oh, okay. Because that fucking cunt is playing like it's 10 years ago and he's got his whole future ahead of him and the, the soul-crushing realisation of who he is hasn't hit him yet. <laughs> um, I think it's just, isn't it just like, don't they just give you like double shots of glory jeans and shit? They haven't got any real fucking... You know, give you the CFC free whipped cream. They haven't, got any, they haven't got any like technology like, you know, like Scientologists have got... I mean, those Thetans are still fucking there if you're at Hillsong, right? Those Thetans aren't going to fucking free themselves. <laughs> yeah. There's, some, there's something in those fucking songs, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's only so much creed you can listen to. Those songs are so fucking good, they'll make you drive up the Central Coast and bite a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moses, dare I say it, playing with some maturity. Yeah. You know? and, and some thought. Yeah, it, it's uh, is it, a, a shocking sight to see. But. Have they got anyone advising him this year in the club? You know how people bring in like you know like one or one of the Johns brothers, or they you know, is there someone in there in his ear? Because it just it seems maybe maybe he's just fucking taking a good hard look in the mirror. Well, the the line that I'd heard was he was brought in after they decided to get rid of or not get rid of, but to release Corey Norman. Yeah, and basically say that okay, well you know. Last year, you were sort of playing a secondary role to Corey or mm-hmm. together. This is now 
your, your team, your game plan to execute. Yeah. And this is what I expect of you. Yeah. And if you can't come to the party on that, then Fly you're going to can. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, and to his credit, as I said last week, yep. that's not a fucking great thing for anyone to hear, let alone someone- Who the um, reputation of being- Yeah, a know, fucking like a dummy cunt. Yeah. yeah. So, more power to him. Yep. Yeah, yep. It's early in the season. The Sharks, it was never going to be easy with uh, with uh, with uh, Sean Johnson being a, a you know just before kickoff yeah, withdrawal through to yeah like tightness in quarters or something. Um, so yeah, not a great situation for a young to, young, no young guy coming to. Gallon doesn't matter. I'll tell you, what, Gallon is Gallon it shouldn't is, matter. Gallon's doing a great job of dodging these L's though, right? Yeah, fucking oath he is. So uh, guess what, mate? It's a long season. You know all it is? It's just more time for fucking Hilgenfeld to develop his masterpiece. Mm, that's it. John says, still a lot to improve on, but needed to win this game regardless if we were to show we're in it for the long haul this season. Half a Sharks team needed to be put away, and we did just that. Becoming rapidly aware that Sivo is less a Rad Radra clone and more of an Edric Lee clone. <laughs> uh, Josh said, imagine thinking Cherry was a top player. Ha. There was all, that was like almost Ponga-esque levels of hyperbole. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. LV, fuck the Sharks. Hashtag not elite. Hashtag fucking pilchards. <laughs> He's just waging a one-man war against Sharks Twitter. Uh, Mark said, um, best be bringing more than a bag of limp biscuit dicks to a Western street fight. But to be fair, that was a pleasant night at the football. I won't be missing ANZ as a home ground, though. Fucking hell. Where's Allianz Stadium? Allianz is just like, just not far from the, C- the CBD. Is that the fucking roof collapse on that today? Well, they're pulling it apart, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, it's like it's getting it's getting fucking worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. The redo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mitch said uh, to not Gronk for a second. I would have tipped the eels if I knew Johnson was out. Flanagan is a talent, but last minute call ups are always fucked. Congrats to all the non fuckhead eel supporters, guys like Timmy McIntyre. Enjoy the win. Melbourne Storm eighteen defeat the Bulldogs sixteen. The Korean housewife crowd of just under fifteen and a half thousand in attendance. The Storms eighteen tries the Chambers, uh, Kamikamika. Munster and three from three conversions to Cameron Smith. The Doggies 16 tries to Kerrit Holland, Ockenbore, uh, Remus Smith, Reese Martin, two of three conversions. And I only saw the first half of this game because I was on the way to watching Book of Mormon when this was second half was on. Controversially, the the kick to to tie it up or or whatever the fuck it was was taken. From further out, further out was wide. Like, what did they say it was four meters? Something like that. That feels significant. Like, well, he's not Nathan Cleary. Hmm. You know? Yeah. So, you know, as much as I love a goal kicking forward, he's not Nathan Cleary. Yep. Um, fuck, I'm becoming a big fan of Idris Mark too. Yeah, I keep forgetting what his name is. So I just keep calling him Idris. <laughs> Ockenbore. Yeah. Ockenbore. Um, Ockenbore Idris. Yes. And... Also, am a massive fan of his smashing Cameron Smith policy. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I saw I saw a lot about the you know him smashing Cameron Smith. I, I got to admit, after hearing it hyped up and then watching it, I was yeah like yeah it was great. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like when fucking when when Farrah got fucking murked the week no. before. <laughs> I mean, I heard it compared. That like, was different though. Ockenbo yeah. had, had the, the ball, ball in here. He was and, a, he was that was a rampage. That was running over the top of yeah. 
So I think it was less physically. That was the that was great. that was reminiscent of a young Jamal Idris, full of fucking Devon and tomato sauce yeah. sandwiches, brandishing his samurai sword. Fucking oath. Slicing down all fucking opposition on his way to try I, one. I, I did love it. Oh, fuck. The second or the third time it was, where Spitz sort of even, you know, like ducked out of the way. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. he's going, fuck, the first two times Learned didn't his work too well. Um, the, the dogs just, again, the same as last week, came out and played with an energy and intensity that was controlled. Yep. Unlike and- last week, though, they... They while they didn't drop off like they had in the first two rounds in that second 20-minute period, mm. they did drop off a bit to the point where the Storms, you know, they had a try yeah. disallowed and then they ultimately got on the board. And uh, that was what killed them in the game, I think, because they were so close to holding the Storm out for the first half. Yeah. And I think it was a big thing when the Storm got back into it. Controversial opinion. The Chambers penalty try. Mm-hmm was awarded a penalty try because Chambers was taken without the ball. Mm-hmm. Right. My question there is, I completely understand if a defensive player is running in the direction of an offensive player face-to-face yep. and they can see the ball being passed yep. and they miss time a tackle and they take somebody without the ball. Yeah. Completely get that's a penalty. But in a situation where the referee can turn around and say, I actually couldn't see what happened there, so can you please check that for me with video technology? How can you penalise a player for not seeing that Chambers hadn't gathered the ball and was attempting to put it down and score a try? Yeah, I guess the, the, the burden is on the defensive player, I suppose, to not tackle the player, you know. But how, what, so what are you supposed to let him... Score the try till you can run around the front and see whether he's with the ball in his arms. Well, no, but I'm saying it's, it's, it's just the way it is. It's, that's the burden. I mean, that, and that's mm. and that's the way a lot of like you know crafty fucking second man, you know, there's yeah, shit decoys in that. What I'm too. saying is, I'm not saying it shouldn't be a penalty. Yep. Should it be a penalty try? Well, if it's and in, we're not having know. an argument about what the rules actually are. I'm well, yeah, is it a penalty? I mean, is it a penalty? Is it is it a penalty if it happens on the forty meter line? So if it's a penalty and it happens and you know when a try is scored, then you know, I guess I guess yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it at the time. I mean, you know, you know, these these two teams, you know, I've got no love for yeah, you. Exactly. exactly. So like, no, no, I'm yeah, I I just think it's rough to expect the player. And I no. thought that and 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 while it was a it was a correct decision not to award the storm the try, you know, the minute before with the the obstruction one yep. or whatever, fucking hell, whoever that dickhead was that was running the that didn't just stopped in the line, that try was already fucking scored. He didn't need it, it he didn't affect shit. It just looked bad according to yeah. the rules of yep. you know an obstruction. Yep. That motherfucker just kept moving. They, like they, they, it, yeah. they, they weren't. It had no effect whatsoever on the play, but he just he he bombed the try without even having the touching the ball. Yeah, like just ridiculous. 100%. Um, but you know, Storm even in these games where they're pressed, I mean, they're, they're finding at this early stage of the season they're finding their way to win. Um, yeah, which is good for them. Disappointing for the dogs. Uh, and I guess we'll see. I mean, uh, finally, it looks like Dean Pay's got his got his guys in that he needs. You know, he's he, yeah, yeah. Made, rung in some changes after the you know for the third the third round. That's it. And uh, they worked. Fourth round uh, went well as well. Um, you know, always tough to take on Melbourne down in Melbourne. And uh, yes, you know, it's, it's one one that got away. Yeah. And I guess that's just it's just the it's not even like a difference in experience. I mean, there's a golf. 
in like close game, shutting the game down. Yes. All that sort of stuff. Yes. And they still almost got there, but wasn't to be. No. Nah. Daniel says, uh, Cameron Smith, the turnstile, highlight of the round. Uh, John, uh, at least one Queensland team got a win this weekend. The state of Queensland club rugby league, though, is frankly, it's heartwarming. Oh, yeah. So far. Yeah, 100%. And long, long may it remain the same. Yes. Could you imagine a time in our lifetime, if, if you know, should, should, we, should we be so blessed to see whatever order, but preferably Broncos last, and then Cowboys, Titans, Titans, Cowboys, whatever, just have the yeah. three of them. Yeah. What a glorious time. Uh, Levia said, uh, Dean Pay looks like an alt-universe Ricky Gervais, but instead of having a career where he tells jokes, he has a career where he is a joke. Oh, fuck. Solid. Uh, Jason, uh, before the game started, all I wanted was for the Bulldogs to compete for the entire 80 minutes. They did that and more. They played most of the match with only a three-man bench and pushed the storm all the way. There is no way a true Bulldogs fan should be disappointed with the boys today. Oh, exactly. I That's mean, it, considering what the storm did to an actual premiership heavyweight the week before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, look, you know, they could have gone a little bit better. I mean, like, you know, let's face it, there was there was another team that played an undefeated side this weekend too. And I mean, they had, you know, they didn't have a three-man bench. They had a one-man bench and, you know, they found a way to win. But, you know, you do you, doggies. Dragons 13 defeated the Knights 12 in McDonald Jones Stadium, a crowd of just over 19,000. The Dragons tries to frizzle and ravalawa. And uh, what have we got here? Tim Lafay with one conversion, one penalty goal. And Smooth Corey with the critical field goal again, two weeks running. The Knights 12 tries to Edric Lee and Heimel Hunt. Callum Pollan with one conversion and a penalty goal. Mm. And um, Mitchell Pierce also missed a couple of field goals, but I mean, fuck me. That was a lot of field goals gone astray in this one. Yeah. The, my favourite part of this whole game is after Corey Norman's kicked the field goal, and everyone's run in to do the whole fucking yay, yay, yay. Yeah. James Graham. That was the best part of it. Cannot run in. Like, <laughs> he, he cannot physically run in. Like, they've just won for the second week in a row with a field goal. Yeah. Like, the, that fucking just gush of emotion has nothing in the tank to run in. <laughs> Fuck. That, that's that's my favourite part of that entire game. Um, you know, the... The Dragons are starting to get there. You know, obviously they've had their spine issues fixed. Yep. You've got Vaughn, who's you know for for years prior, I guess the the description of him was workmanlike or you know tradesmanlike. Yep. As he's wont to be thrown around, he's really turning into a leader of that forward pack. You know, he's getting in there. He ran two hundred and twenty plus meters and made over forty tackles. Yep. That's the sort of stuff that. That you do when it's fucking come and follow me. Frizzle, just he he had a bit of cunt in him again. Like I, I feel that sometimes he, you know, um, fuck, he's he's never soft. He's he's never not interested. Yeah. But this game, you could see like he he had some venom in his runs. He was there to actually. Oh yeah, like yeah, like like a, like a man who who has had his fucking jewels tampered with. Yeah, the anger of the anger that only a man who was who has felt the wrath the wrath uh, wrath turned onto his testicles. Um, yeah, so he he had something to prove, you know. Maybe yeah. he was, 
Um, for for the Knights, this whole pass it to Ponga strategy worked a bit better this time, though. I mean, with him fullback. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Look, they scored two very good tries off yep. off Ponga passes. Yeah. Which, which is great. That that's the job of. Yeah, and these days, let, let's be frank. In most cases, a fullback is an extra half in a lot of plays. Anyway. Yeah, well, in attack, um, they you know certainly are chiming in. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, I just think, unfortunately, it's still way, way, way too easy to condense the Knights, and that's how you beat them. Yep, you belt them up the middle for long enough, and they'll just get sick of conceding ground. Yep, and they'll just squeeze in and in and, and, and in and in to, to try and stop you. And then there's plenty of room around the outside. Yep, uh, Clem's trying his fucking guts out. Barnett's okay as well, but. Apart from that, yeah, I'll look, Glasby gets in there and, and does what he needs to do. Um, I think Pierce really had an opportunity to take control of this game. And there are, there's far too many questionable end of tackle options yeah. for the money that Pierce is on. Yeah. Um, he's no defensive slouch. Efforts there, but, but really, when you're the marquee player in that team and you're in that position, you. You really need to know how to take all sorts of game conditions by the scruff of the neck, um, and and he's not doing kick that your field goals when you get the chance to. Well, yeah, it's not like you're a, a young kid who's got all the pressure of not only himself but the coach. And well, it's not like you're not like you're the uh, the young future immortal who is uh, the the greatest golden point winning field goal exponent in the history of the sport. If you can count something on one hand. It's not something to brag about. But it's more than anyone else's count, so it would be. No. It's the best. It's, when you it's like saying to be the best like, of something. Okay, that's like your eldest kid bragging to the second eldest that they've been through more years of school. Like, yes, it's true, and yes, you've well, done the most, but... That's really? not like a best thing. That's like a just happens through elapsing time. Exactly. So if Manly weren't so shit that they actually won more games convincingly. Mate, you'll see the Golden Point games. They've all been against fucking like ladder leaders because that's what they do. They fucking lift with its heart and determination. And for the money he's on, basically the the value equation of field goals. Yeah, worth worth every cent. Well, no, he should be kicking three a game. He's not like fucking Milford. I mean, he, exactly. He's not come as the, good as come Milford. The, well, no, come the hour, come the man. He kicks them when they need to be kicked. We're Milford. He's fucking dreaming. He's talking to fucking Jack Bird about what they're going to get from yeah, KFC on the way home. And Asako's on less than Milford. So realistically. Yeah, Asako, you know, Asako's kicked like, fuck, one meaningful one in his career. Okay, how long has his career been? A couple of years. Okay, and how long's Kucky Evans? Who the fuck is that? You overpaid half. We haven't overpaid half. Yes, you do. Well, Trent Hawkinson, I guess, was paying probably too much no. to play for Buck. By any calculation, you have the most overpaid half in the league and St. George are overpaying Ben Hunt. By, by any calculation, we've got the fucking clutchest fucking half in the league. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Not like he kicks sideline conversions before he does field goals. Well, he does, he does that too, yeah. Not like he fucking kicks them with service from Katoa. You just, need to, you just need to keep adding fucking links to the chain until you hit something that's uniquely Penrith. Yeah, that's right. Fucking, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't get, he doesn't take any uh, any balls from fucking uh, reserve grade hookers like Qatar. No, that's it. no, that's true. He doesn't exactly. He's only got fucking gun hookers around him, unfortunately. I'm for, glad we agree that Cleary is the superior half. 
Oh, clearly got fucking trucked by by Cherry in the early Origin game. They faced off against each other. They didn't come near each other. Cherry fucking dominated game three, mate. Fuck, here we go. <laughs> Greatest performance by half in all the state of origin. I can't believe you didn't get the fucking medal. I'm just reading your notes there. What does that say? Jack DeBellin, innocent till proven guilty. Should be able to play. Okay. That's what sort of apologist you are. Yeah. Why nice. not? Let him fucking play. He cut off the fucking man bun. What else do you want from him? <laughs> Danny said, did anyone else chuckle when Vossi said Ponga got up a little gingerly? Hashtag redheads can't be trusted. Danny, well, that was fucked. Stupid time slot, stupid decisions on field. The draw stood of should. Should have stood. <laughs> as much as we didn't deserve to win, neither did the Dragons. Fuck Golden Point. Make a golden trial. Fuck off. Yes, I am a sore loser and more saltier than a salt mine. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you can't let yourself get dragged down into this fucking we should abolish Golden Point thing when you lose a Golden Point game. Yeah. Though. I mean, it's just one week. You, tomorrow, tomorrow's another day. Don't, you, you can't put that sort of thing out there because yep. it does look very salty. Timmy, so I can see why it's called uh, the Alex McKinnon Cup. Absolute cunt of a game. <laughs> Cody, once again, a lot of the young fellas stood up and played well. Good signs for the future. Still need to get our attack sparked. Smooth Corey was extra smooth tonight, though, and the usuals were reliable as ever. Okay, uh, Thursday night, Broncos versus the West Tigers. The Real Dad Cup. Yes. Suncorp Stadium. Have you still got that image that Wars did? Probably. He Did he, would, would he have just tweeted it to us? I don't know. Wars, find the image and send it to us so we can put it in the Facebook group that you're not yeah. part of, you fucking cockhead. Yeah. I could always add him to it, but he just doesn't, he never uses it No, he doesn't have anyway. Facebook anymore. Oh, does he? No. Oh, there you go. Doesn't have Instagram either. Why doesn't he have Insta? I thought that would be that would be. Uh, I thought that would be uh, essential for someone who's going to work. I went into that thread of the picture of you eye fucking the owl. Yeah, and he put the thing in there, and, and he yeah, commented he's not there. Wow. Yes. Well, there you go. Um, look, it is true that the Tigers are, are just the, just the sort of side to play the Broncos back into form, but at the same time, if the Tigers of like week two. That, uh, that that fucked up the Warriors. If that if that kind of Tigers can turn up, Madge's, the Broncos are ripe for the fucking taking. Madge's supercoach status. He's decided that after a game where the only thing that saved West dignity was that they didn't leak as many points, that uh, Nofaluma should make his return. Yeah. And Elijah Taylor gets dropped. It's um. Hmm. Hmm. The other, ah, fuck. The, the Broncos are at home. Corey Oates probably has two tries in him. I'm thinking in this game. The real the, the one of the real keys to this, I think, is Robbie Farah, because he started off the season very well. Unselfish, great kicking options, laying on tries. And also, just general kicks in play, in tandem with Benji, though, you know. He'd lost his mind. He's What he's done, he's fucking read his pressing. He's like, oh, fuck me, I'm Robbie Farrow again. No, he's had fucking traumatic brain injury outside of the game that nobody saw, and he forgot who he was. 
Yeah, but he's remembered now because he's read, he's read because it. Because he papers. got that fucking hit at the end of the game the week before. Oh, okay. So it's just jolting jo- jo- him it. back into his body again. Yes. And then and the results are, are for, clear yeah, for all to see. That's it. I'm going to have to tip the Broncos here. I'm going to tip the Broncos just because Thursday slash Friday night. I mean, you have to add yeah. the Thursday night thing now. That's it. At home, the Broncos will be hurting. I mean, Pangai Jr. is a, a loss, but, you know. Lodge is back in. they got James Roberts named on the on the reserves bench, but surely he can't be a chance this week. No, he can't be. He's in, what, the 20? He's still hung over. <laughs> um, yeah, look, un, 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 unlucky for the Tigers, but uh, they're going to have to lose this one. The uh, Titans versus the Panthers. Seabus, I expect you'll be down that one. I will be. Uh, not a great slot for getting down there from Brisbane, but... Oh, fuck, what time is it? Six, it's, it's pub slot. It's On take, Friday. I've taken early mark, yeah. Not the easiest thing to do. Ugh. You like to fuck off like a two. Fucking hell, I thought it was Saturday. Just to beat the traffic and the rest of it, you know? I honestly, I looked at this, I thought it was Saturday. Yeah. I'm still not used to Thursday night fucking games. Yeah, yeah. Hunts. You'll, um, you'll, still, go, you'll still go down there. Mm. Look... This is a great one for Pan. I mean, like, Pan, yeah, they got the two points last week, but you would hardly call it anything. You would never want to put the word form anywhere around that game. Yeah. And, and you, certainly not return talking, to form. You were talking about, um, you know, when when does the Titans' first win come? Not this week. Well, there, there is something, there is such a thing. Like, Michael Gordon's one of those fucking players. Oh, so you're going to say it's a, it's a, a fucking... Um, a Michael Gordon revenge game. Well, yeah, and also, you know, Brycey and fucking... Oh, fuck Bryce. Um, and fucking who's that other cl- scrub? Tyrone Peachy. Yeah, Peach Revenge game. Yeah. Um, there is a real fucking chance. True Peach Revenge game too. Like, how, yeah. how fucking dare you, dare you force me to fucking honor, a contract. honor this contract yeah. <laughs> and come here? Um, yeah, in all honesty, take, taking all my fears out of it, this is a perfect opportunity for Penrith to compete at more than 65%. And play themselves into some form, because if the Titans' games, you know, so far this season are anything to go by, I mean, you know, you should have you should be able to run roughshod over them for the first twenty minutes and do what you want. Yeah, that's it. And so if you haven't put it like twelve points up by but then, um, unfortunately, we're not the team to do so in the first twenty minutes. Mm. So. And what's your squad look like? Okay, yeah. So like you said, yeah, Edwards Either, to the wing, D yeah, goes Edwards to fullback, fullback. and uh, kick out starts for Frank Winnerstein. Isn't that funny? You like you know. Well, oh, oh, because Frank Winnerstein's uh, Frank Winnerstein's injured. Oh, is that that's why Kickout starts over Frank Winnerstein because of injury? Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the fucking no-brainer ever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I think Panthers will win this one, no problem at all. I mean, you, I mean, you you can't tip the Titans until they've till they've won till they've actually got over the hump. You know. Yeah, that's it. Cowboys versus the Storm up at thirteen hundred teeth. Very strong Cowboys lineup with Javid Bowen getting booted. Much stronger side. Um, ben Hampton to the wing, eh? Okay, Verney. We didn't touch on Verney getting suspended for the for the crocodile roll on the leg. Why can't we call it a drumstick? You can if you want to. Oh, well, you know, you got a chicken wing. Yeah. Just seems, you know. I'm a completionist. What do they call it? They call it like a leg pull. I mean, it's it far exceeds it's not a, leg a leg pull. pull. I mean, it's a leg pull. 
and then locking the locking the ankle and rolling into like you know it's, it's almost like a yeah. like a loose kind of like if, fucking if knee Joe, bar or something. If Joe Pesci in Casino was doing a leg pull, I imagine that's what it would be. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's not a description. It's not the pulling of the leg. It's the fact that you're locking it and like you, you're locking it up like you're doing like a like a heel hook or something in jiu jitsu, and then roll and then going into like a gator roll, yeah. twisting the fucking joint. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. That limb is not designed. To move that way. For lateral twistage, yeah. Yeah, you, exactly. That's your hip is, but your knee's not. Yep. Yep. Uh, but that okay comes back as well. So uh I, I don't by. think I don't think Melbourne are the sort of team that lose a winger and it affects their, their chance of winning. And also that was a performance where you know they got reamed as well by Bellamy. Mm. I mean, why well, sure he would have been happy they dug in and got the win. He would not have been happy about the position they found themselves in in the first thirty yeah, minutes of the game. It. And uh, against a team like the Cowboys, Cowboys side with with zero JTs, I just don't see it. Hey, no. The Rabbitohs versus the Warriors, Sunshine Coast Stadium. Let me fucking go. Just down the road, and uh, man, I would I would have to pick South to bounce back. But I mean, it's been two weeks in a row where they've been less than optimal. And they had no fucking excuses last week. I mean, especially when, you know, the, the, the ball that they had in, in good field position, the fact that the lack of replacements that we had, in, you know, to, to be able to rotate into the game. Yeah, the fact that they, they had no all, fucking excuse. They were all fucking scared of doing ACLs if they ran too hard. Yeah, well, that too. So they don't have to do that on the glorious surface of Sunshine Coast Stadium. <laughs> what can you tell me about the, the surface of Sunshine, <laughs> Sunshine Coast Stadium? Better than Brookvale? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, Brookvale. Uh, I haven't been any uh, any knees blown out by by Brookvale. The surface of the compost heap at Auschwitz is better than the surface of Brookvale. Oh, well, obviously. I mean, fucking like you go down to Bunnies, you get the bags of blood and bone. I mean, fucking of course it is. <laughs> South. Do you do you even garden? By a million. <laughs> yeah. Good chance for a, a Warriors ambush, though. But I don't. I don't see it. Newcastle Knights take on the mighty Manly Seagulls. Fucking, it's at Newcastle. How many games have they had? Is that, this will be their fourth fucking game at McDonald Jones this yeah. season out of five. That's it. It's crazy. Um, okay, what do they got? Gabay's come back in. Blah, blah, blah. the bench. Yeah. Ponga's at fullback. Leno yeah. gets another week. Tough debut for him in that team. He, um, he underwhelmed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking hard, though, when you're in a situation where you've got Ponga, who was the guy there. And you've got Pierce, who's obviously very experienced, dominant. Yeah. You know, so hard for a youngster to, to sort of find their place in there. Which I when guess- they I'm, haven't really found their place for Ponga either. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and I was thinking back to what he did well for the Warriors last year. Yep. And it dawned on me that his effectiveness was, I, I guess, also dependent on Blake Green. Because Blake yep. Green seems the sort of guy who's like, well, if I'm- the established half, then the defense is going to be up on me. Ha ha. I'm going yep. to defer off to the young guy that nobody knows. Yep. I'm not sure Pierce or Ponger are, are, are that at all. Pierce is like, I'll fucking do it myself. Yeah. So Win Le- or lose. Le- Lenor seemed to just get the ball. Yep. When, when there was just nothing on for, for any other option. Yeah. So. And then the thing you were saying, the thing you were saying about the, about the Knights is the, something that Manly, the in, independent of backline, is something that they do extremely well with Fanua Blake and Tapao 
And then they get Fainu up in the middle as well. Siren's playing fucking great. Fucking Joel amazing. Thompson's playing great. Turbo. Like they, they will they will smash them up the middle to the point where they'll make enough room where you can get guys like I mean, you, I mean like, like a guy like uh like Ruben Garrick. He's fucking fast. I mean, I don't know if you saw in that Souths game when they yeah. they sort of they, it wasn't an intercept, but I think they kicked the ball through or whatever, and he came from the other side of the field and fucking and mowed him down. Mm. So um, with with fucking effort face, they win this game by a hundred. But yeah, yeah. I still think it's a very winnable game. Very winnable game. Yeah, definitely. Is. And because um, they, they will, they will smash them and they'll win through the forwards. It's just a matter of uh, you know how well they defend with um, with Turbo not there running the show, yeah. and uh, and also you know how many points that they can they can put on themselves. But um, I'm fairly confident that they'll be able to get the biscuits um, by thirteen plus, maybe even more. Suck a dick, Knights. Sharks versus Roosters at the newly crowned Points Bet Stadium. Yes. Ooh, controversial. Who's, what's points bet? Some some gambling fucking. But what's what's their shtick? Like, are they just same same but different? Or yeah, aren't they all the same? Are they all the same? Aren't they? I really? Don't know, like, occasionally one comes up. But I don't they're... gamble anymore, so like I haven't gambled for fucking years. So yeah, crypto is my gambling. <laughs> oh, no, I know. <laughs> oh, every third receptacle, I raw dog them first. <laughs> Yeah, well, obviously you're a high roller. <laughs> I, I call it slut and roulette. <laughs> you're, you're, you're at the high stakes table. <laughs> no, I'm actually not, and that's what makes it more exciting. <laughs> yeah, dating in the 2019. Um, <laughs> here's the thing: you can't see chlamydia. No, no, no. It's, it's um, uh, apparently true. Dugan at fullback, so. For part of the game, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Fafita, who, uh, after our gentle ribbing, has cut off that fucking cuntish head. Abomination. Yeah. Davy Jones. Hey, fucking- what? That tells you everything you need to know about Cronulla and their culture. Yep. Right? When you've got two guys with exactly the same haircut, right? yep. exactly the same, and then one of them turns up without it. Yeah. The the other one's just not popular. <laughs> okay. No, so no one told Doogie. Sean Johnson back for this one. Gallon back for this one. L is on the table. Yes. Uh, I think they get letters back. The Roosters get letters back. Honestly, they're humming along fairly, the only, fairly comfortably. The only the thing that hurts the Roosters here is that they're still running around with giant hard-ons from last year. And when they get tackled, they will put divots with their fucking concrete-like hardness into the turf that Tedesco will then trip over later on in the game and do his fucking knee again. It is the only risk to the Roosters in this game. Yeah, no. I think I think the Roosters will get this fairly comfortably. Um, they, I don't... I mean, the Sharks will have to be hurting, especially the forward pack. They'll have to be hurting about the way that they got rolled like they got rolled yeah. badly yeah, they by did. the Eels last week. Um, Roosters are much more name brand pack, and although we've you know criticised them uh, certainly last year for showing up sometimes and not showing up you know others and not yep. knowing what you're going to get week to week, this year they've been fairly good. They showed fucking and, uh, and letters and, and letters has been he's been great this year. Um, and this is the thing: the, you're never going to out Cronulla, Cronulla. Yeah, said it so many fucking times. It's not funny, and. What the Eels 
did to Cronulla last week was dictate the pace of the game in yep. the forwards. Yep. And the Roosters did a better job of that against the Broncos. Far superior, yeah. I am going to go with the Roosters on this one. Yes. Dragons taking on the Bulldogs. Where's this happening? Okay, Dragons at Jubilee. Okay. So, Frizzle starting this week. Yep. Big Puppy injured. Yep. Look, I think the Dragons are, are going are gonna to get there and they're not going to need Smooth Corey to seal the deal for them yeah, this time. Interesting to see how doggies go, though, because usually when you get teams with an injection of youth and they come up and they've had, they had a good win, they had a close close loss against the uh, you know, a game they're supposed to lose handily. Yeah, this, this, this is, is another game that's a tough one. They'll be expected to lose it. There's only so long that youthful shit lasts, though, before the dam breaks and they... And their youthful shit isn't where you're going to go up against George. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like they've got this crack pack of young forwards. They're still, mm. they're still rolling out fucking... Some, some old heads in that pack. Actually, I should say, just for the fucking Golden Nuts Junior, he was great. Yeah, he was fucking amazing. I like I, he was, he was a weak link when named last week, but fucking no, he showed up. Yeah. Obviously, it's the Knights' fault that he that he couldn't play back back there. Fucking because he played like a motherfucker yeah. for the doggies. Um, but on this occasion, unfortunately, Dragons get get the win. Raiders take on the Eels in Canberra. Right. So what's happened to this Eels team? Unchanged. <coughs> because I'm looking here, and Canberra are dollar fifty six favourites. There's some weird. There's some weird fucking things. Like the Knights are like a big favourites in in their game. There's another. There was another one that was mystifying to me. Was it the Sharks game and the Roosters? Maybe there was one of them. I saw the odds, and I was just like, the f- there's no fucking relation to what happened the last two weeks. But anyway, yeah, the Broncos are dollar forty-five favourites against the Tigers. That might have been the one, yeah. but I mean, I still think you know the Suncorp factor is you know, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and it's the Tigers. I mean, it's not the first two; it's not week three after the first two weeks of great Tigers performances. Mm. The Tigers are now, now they're split, and they're, you know, and they haven't been great. That's it. Um, Raiders and the Eels, though. Fuck, you know. What? I'm gonna say well, though, this is gonna be. Let's call this a big test for the Raiders. Mm. See, I still, I, I still like the Raiders head to head, but I think I'm going to tip the Eels because at this stage, the Eels have shown me that that they've got they've got some toughness there. That for for the Raiders, you need Leipana to fire, and they are currently. The Eels, to me, have more points potential in more parts of the field. Yeah, yeah. Parramatta, Eels, all right. Mike, it's late. Let's wrap it up. Mailbag. Um, Clevo had to bring bring us to our attention, but this is uh, one of the other great things in the fa- in the Facebook group that Clevo created a bet for himself last week for the game with the Broncos versus the Roosters, saying that if Jack Bird was to get three Daly M points for that game, he would eat like three Big Macs or something like that. You know? yep. and he was saying it to a, to another guy in the group, Garth, and Garth, although he didn't. It, it wasn't was no a formal it, bet. it wasn't a bet between the two of them. It was Clevo saying, "If this happens, I will do this." 
But he was saying it to Garth, and Garth, and it it didn't happen. And so Garth's like, "All right, he's he's picked up the other the other side of the yep. uh, the other side of the bed or something." And and he's videoed himself eating he's eating three Big Macs, and um and so look, I mean, that's like taking honoring your bets to the next fucking level, and uh, an absolutely sensational effort, and and should be applauded. And if you are uh, and the, yeah, the the spirit of a general good cunt, even though he seems to be a Broncos fan. Exactly, that's it. Exactly, exactly. Um, biggest Tiger uh, put something in the group as well. Um, t- dovetailing with the the whole Avengers uh, seventeen that um, that Steve put it, uh, put in last week. Uh, this one he's um, he's putting like a Seinfeld seventeen. So uh, rather than go through it. I would uh, urge you to go to the Facebook group and uh, and check it out and uh, add your two cents in there if you're a big Seinfeld fan. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to fucking start deleting threads that are any worse than that. And I'm not saying Seinfeld's bad. I fucking love it. <laughs> but, like, if I see a fucking Friends rugby league team or some shit oh, like that's, that. That's probably a banning, right? It's... Like, not just delete the thread. That's like... yeah. It's written warning. If not, no, this is your warning. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And if you ever even mention Big Bang Theory. Like the only, ex- <laughs> I'm thinking now the only acceptable one might be, you know, an Arnold Schwarzenegger character rugby league team. Yeah. Is he even done, of course, he would have to have done 17 films, right? Fuck, you'd be getting pretty thin though. You got fucking like five Terminators. Yeah, but I mean there's, like- There's your they, forward pack. Yeah, but surely that, you know, you could, you wouldn't count- well, term- Terminator One, Terminator is a different Terminator. We, to Terminator Two, Terminator. Well, that's all you. That, that, yeah, but then then they get a bit samey. So, you, okay, I, I'd take one, ver- one and two as one uh, and two as, are your props. Yeah. Well, they're all Arnold, aren't they? I mean, why couldn't fucking Commando be fucking? Nah, he's your seven. He's <laughs> a thi- he's a thinking man's Arnold. Yeah, I mean, what about? I mean, I mean, Total Recall Arnold would be more like thinking, wouldn't he? Nah, he's second row. Because <laughs> just because he's the Isaiah, Yo, he's had. <laughs> Too many fucking TBIs. <laughs> Thinks he's on the Mars. problem. Is now this this thread can't exist because we were rewriting it on the fly. Twill <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, tourist. Oh, great job, Mitch Geo. Went back to the Knight Stadium last week, obviously, uh, and uh, paid a visit to the uh, the the suite where he put the Twill tourist sticker last year. Fucking great, and bro. it's still there, and it's really a case study in how to put it in an obvious place where it looks like it's supposed to be there so it doesn't yes. draw un, un, undue scrutiny yeah. or negative scrutiny to the point that it's removed. Um, just sensational effort, the finest the Twill Tourist sticker sticker bombing that yeah. we've seen. Uh, but I am interested in hearing from um, plenty of other people who put them in plenty of other places, and I am interested to hear if they uh, they still survived. Yeah. I'm almost certain that the one I put in Suncorp is gone because it was in a pretty fucking prominent place. Thing I'm disappointed in is long time. I put one on Wally Lewis's fucking yam bag. <laughs> um, Mr. Wars on Twitter. Yeah, made a big fucking deal about being a twill tourist in Bangkok, and wouldn't even put a twill tourist sticker there. Are you talking about Bangkok or are you talking about China this week? Oh, it was in China. Was yeah, it? yeah. Oh, fucking. You're fucking racist. Same thing. <laughs> well, no, just not putting a sticker up. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, apparently he was worried about execution. Yeah, I, okay, that that's fair enough. He lives in Singapore. I mean, that's surely the harshest people for 
but for graffiti and whatnot. See, his ball size now seems to me to be in you know, linked with the Broncos on field success. Oh, their fortunes, yeah. Because the wars of years gone past would have walked into a fucking office stationery supply store, bought some three M tape, wrapped that motherfucker up so it was a circle and sticky on both sides. Then he would have gotten a twill tourist sticker and put it on a backpack face up so that all he had to do was put the backpack on his bag, lean against the wall and walk away. Yeah. You know? But he's pretty much given it a fucking Darius Boyd of an effort. He's slowing down. No, he just don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, Thanks for my Yeezys. (laughs) Uh, okay um, memberships technically closed but there's still a window until the, the fucking the old mate Jared the the, the, the print yeah, 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 yeah he's fucking slow to turn around the email sometimes that dude I'm like a, well yeah te- technically we shouldn't be talking to him yeah but I mean I've dealt with him on every single thing I've ever done too yeah but they're big now he's got lackeys ah uh, okay so, uh, so he's until until the, the final the final quote that, that I need to pay comes back uh, now I've given him the numbers and the sizes and the breakdowns and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, there's still a slight window, but I mean, it's only probably going to be like, you know, the next day or something like that. So um, the other stuff's all gone away, but I've got extras of the of the keep cups and stuff anyway. Um, so, yeah, so get on the site while you can and grab one if you, if you wish to do so. And um, once it's disappeared from the site, that's when you'll know. If it's not if it's not there in the store on the thisweekinleague.com, the twenty nineteen membership, then that's when you know when they've uh, they've shut off. Um, what else? That's it. That's us. Full time for episode three one three. Thanks for listening. As always, hit us up on facebook.com forward slash thisweekinleague. Search for the group hashtag Twill Nation. Also on Twitter at TWI League. Um, iTunes, give us a review, you fucking cunts. Um, because we would really appreciate it. And, uh, Weren't there some from last week? Yeah, got some. Oh, I, remember, yeah. I remember today. Fuck yeah. Um, going back to a couple of weeks ago, our mate Lazzy. Our mate Lazzy, simply the best five stars. No other NRL podcast compares to Twill. If you're bored of the same old fence-sitting media types, then come here to the real talk. Dark humor, great analysis, and a wicked tone. I loved every minute of this show for the past five years since my first experience. Um, fuck, I've cut him off. God damn it. There was a more there that I didn't click and expand. I'm sorry, Lazy, but it was a fucking, it was a fantastic review. And uh, I love your work. And I hope to see you again this year. The uh, next one, Sharky's 85, the epitome of excellence, five stars. Yeah. This pod is the chicken crimpy of the pod world. You don't expect to, too much based off the packaging, but will then go on to change your life. And uh, this week in licentiousness, five stars from M. Luke. From Polynesian Man Love. To Serena Burgers and Receptacle Reviews, this is surely the most sensational piece of homemade media since Rodney King nicked out for a pizza. There's also some occasional one-eyed rugby league chat right up my alley, five stars. He said right up my alley, asterisk, five stars, and the asterisk, urethra. So <laughs> thank you, uh, M. Luke, for that one. And uh, well, tipping. Now we know urethra gets through the word filters on iTunes. <laughs> yes. Um, Claire Simo is on top of, is a uh, joint on top of the tipping. So uh, congratulations there. Yeah, what the fuck do you expect? She doesn't do anything else. <laughs> Toozy is also tied there on 24. Then we've got on 23, uh, Benji's Power Band, Pele, Thakos, Voodoo Rock, Matt F, 
And then we go back to 22 for Simon F. Hebs and Griswold. So I uh, see a couple of the usual names and suspects up the top there. And uh, I don't remember what year Voodoo Rock won. Maybe 2016, 15. So he's the in year the- that Manly did well. No, he's a Parramatta fan, he's so Parramatta he's got fan. no fucking excuse. But that's probably uh, that's that's probably a large reason why Claire's up top at the moment because she's jagged a few extra tips yeah, and other people would have picked. Uh, Supercoach, the notorious PODs on top again. They're killing it this year. Um, the Hot Cosby's right on their tail. Amphi's Roosters, Sam Seals, Toto's Terrors, Dingbats, Lightning Tips, Ivan's Lost Sons, Griswolders, and Arkham. Ivan's mates. Lost Sons, fucking yeah. what a team name! And we have got Griswolders there. He's um he's. He's tenth in the tipping and he's ninth in the super coach. So, fucking double threat. I don't think we've seen that before. Ooh. Congratulations, sir. That's it. Um, Who was that? Could have shouted as well. I'm sorry, I can't fucking remember your name. Some fucker in the Facebook group won his super coach round with all Parramatta players in his team. Oh, I think that was. I think that was. Um, I think that was Voodoo Rock. Who's was it? In, yeah, I think. I think it was. Fucking sensational! I don't. I, I could. I could be wrong. You arsey prick. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a Parramatta fan trying to prove yeah, prove a go. point. Nice. Um, I'm actually trying with my Supercoach team because I literally had to create a team in order to create a group for the yeah. Twill stuff. So what I did is I went through and picked the lowest priced player in every fucking position that yeah, I could, nice. and. Um, unfortunately, some of the cunts have been called up. So like, I've actually <laughs> scored points, but um. Yeah, I think I'm running about 119,000th and something and change. Uh, I, I was trying to come dead fucking last, but uh, I should. I have to go and pick some players with season and injuries to get them into the side. But um, <laughs> it might be too late. I mean, I've probably accum- accumulated too many points. Yeah, I might have accumulated too many points now. But uh, um, thank you very much to everyone who's jumped on the membership. Fucking super quick window this year yeah, uh, in terms of we uh, reached and breached our number um, fairly quickly I mean it only took like it was, it was about a week wasn't it, it was like, I think it was like yeah. a Friday through to a Sunday uh, so it was uh, it was pretty quick um, you do ha- you do have a legit chance though uh, until I get this uh, final email back from uh, the, the guy at the um, at the supplier and um, the rest of the stuff's already in production so mm. Uh, look forward to it and hopefully get them out to you in a couple of weeks and uh, we should certainly have them in time for the Magic Weekend, which will be great. And uh, that's it. Love your work. See you next week.